Hello. Hello. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Jen. What's up? Um, hello, listeners. I keep wanting to call them viewers, but they ain't looking at shit. So if you yeah. hear me say that, just know that I'm just, it's just, I can't. Yeah, they can't see shit. Um, we have a very special guest with us today, uh, Miss Black Velvet. Hey, y'all. Hey, Black Velvet. My backup name. Sexy Chocolate, if y'all want to get a backup. You know. Sexy Chocolate if you're nasty. <laughs> um, I So let's get to how I met Miss Black Velvet here. It's a very interesting story. Um, we were affiliated in the same facility at some point. I was walking out with uh, a former friend. You're so petty. <laughs> with a former friend that's and we were podcast. that's for another podcast <laughs> um and we were walking to uh our vehicles and i saw miss black velvet here well let me backtrack i heard something in the <laughs> distance <laughs> that sounded like ah, <laughs> fuck you i'm a barrel bitch i'm a bottom of the barrel bitch that's a quote. That's a direct quote. First of all, I don't cry like that, so don't listen to this bitch. But okay. That's that's how I that's that's a direct quote. I'd like to think I'm a more dainty crier than that, but maybe not. Where are the receipts, Barbara? <laughs> um, all right, so uh usually I'm on my own damn business and I keep it moving and I just you know but for whatever reason my insides were like Jacqueline, you got to turn around and you got to you got to comfort this this young lady here. She looks like she's having a, a tough time. And it wasn't like she was some like random ass bitch in the street because at that point I've been like, yeah, bitch, you on your own. But like we weren't we were acquaintances because we were involved in, like I said, the same facility in the same um, environment. We knew of each other. We knew who we were, but we didn't fuck with each other like that. So like I said, in a general sense, I would not have stopped and done nothing. But for whatever reason, here I go. Because she was like your, you you okay? Wait, so you knew who she was? Had right. you talked to each other before then, like anything, or was it just like, hey, what's up? I mean, probably interactions when necessary. Uh, okay, but not just on the friendly like let's kick it terms. Like we yeah, just, yeah, we were just in the okay, same okay, with each other on a regular basis. Yeah, we we're on the same space with each other on a regular basis. Um, so I went up. Like I just, we passed by her and I was like, Hey, I don't know. I think I feel like I need to turn around. And she's like, for real? And I said, I don't know why, but I do. So I turn around and, um, she's crying and, and she's on the phone with, with a young man (laughs) and she's, she's yelling these things. And then she, she hangs up and she is just bawling. Right. And I just go up to her and I give her a hug and I said, it's okay. It's okay what's going on if, if you need to talk to me or if you need to say something like get it out and she was like he called me a bottom of the barrel bitch after all this and blah 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 blah, blah. and and the rest is history <laughs> <laughs> and now look at us and now look at us wow, we here it's been like <laughs> 10, 10 years later here we are i mean it was a crazy situation i certainly did not expect to be hugged by a somewhat stranger but not i just didn't expect anyone to to comfort me in that moment so i definitely am grateful that she did that because i don't think we'd be where we are today if she had not 
But that was a pretty intense day. And I actually made two friends that day. Uh, one who is still in uh, touch with that friend and one who is not out of us two. But regardless, I was grateful for both of the interactions. And bottom barrel bitch nigga is not part of my life anymore. But, uh, you know, I got to thank that bottom barrel bitch nigga or else I wouldn't know this person that I am sitting next to right now. So, I mean, I might have, but I mean, I don't know where we would have connected because we're different. We're different bitches, but we're actually really the same. I mean, in a lot of ways. Yeah. We're the same, but different, you know, you know, that thing. you know how that thing <laughs> the same is. Difference. The same difference. Um, so for all y'all haters that think that I'm like mean and a bitch, I get down. Okay. I mean, no, game, recognize don't, game, don't game, change, recognize game. Don't change. Don't game. let me fucking have it. Let me fucking have it. All right. Okay. All right. So we teased on the episode that we're going to talk about some sexy things, some intimacies and things like that. So let's just jump on it. We'll start with uh, turn ons. So Jen, let's start out with you because yeah, since me (laughs) are going to take it somewhere else. Let's start off with the vanilla. All right. So, so, okay. So turn ons go. Oh, okay. Well, as you might expect, I like my gentlemen uh, white, mostly. (laughs) I prefer them to be to be British and uh, named Colin Firth. No. So um, honestly, like, do I have a type? I don't know. Anthony is definitely not my type. Like, when I went on a date with him, I was like, I don't know. This is not like some cancer looking, chain smoking guy in a band kind of guy. This guy's just a regular guy. So I had a type before I met Anthony and then, and then now I don't, but like, as far as like, what's an actual turn on, I think you have to be funny. Okay. Cause I don't care. All the rest of it embarrasses a shit out of me. And I, you know, I, I, I'm just, I don't need you to be romantic. I don't need you to like, tell me that I'm pretty or anything. Just, I just want to be having a nice time. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't like it to be too extra in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to talk to me sexy, I'm just going to laugh. I, me and me and Miss Velvet over here do not know exactly what you mean, because we need, we need we need a little bit more fire than that. We need a little bit more fire than that. Yeah. Uh, so, so you just need a a guy who looks like he got cancer to make you laugh. Is that is that your type? <laughs> I'm joking about the the skinny ass cancer part, but no, like honestly, it's I have to connect intellectually. I'm not going to be attracted to anybody like to get down if I if you're not if you're not, if you don't have a good sense of humor and you can be like as sexy as you want, but I'm just going to think that's foolish. So that's not going to get me anywhere. Honestly, I'm like the least sexual being on earth. So, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, well, that's one side of it. Miss Velvet, what you got to say on that? Uh, all right, so you got to be six plus 
and I'm talking about height and dick. <laughs> you would need to be black. Uh, you need to, um, preferably all. I like them skinny, but you know you can have some muscle. If you're too bulky or too like strong, then it's too it's too much for me. Like I, this is a turn off. You would think that seeing a really muscular guy would get everybody, but it doesn't get me. I need you tall and skinny because with tall and skinny comes a long dick. Now, those, <laughs> that's right. It's it's tr- it's true. Okay, that's 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 ASAP said. You know, it's skinny like, nigga, but my dick long. I mean, to the kneecap though. <laughs> so I mean, that's to the kneecap. To the knee. I mean, that's that's a lot of dick. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's a lot of dick. But um. I I think humor is very important as well um, because I like to laugh and I like people that laugh at my jokes because regardless if you think I'm funny or not, you need to make me feel funny. <laughs> oh, and baby. that's important. Um, <laughs> I would still like you to ideally be strong because just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're not strong. And And so if I feel like you can manhandle me in a way that is called for or a way that is like wanted, then I like that. Um, teeth are really a good turn on for me. I don't have the most perfect teeth, but you know, so what? I still have preferences. <laughs> so I mean, I would like your teeth to be put together. Um, smell is really important. You don't have to smell like cologne. You could smell like just fresh, freshly washed clothes. It could smell like good detergent, and I would be happy. Um, your hair, I don't really care about. It can be long or short, um, whatever. Um, uh, and clean fingernails is uber important and short fingernails is uber important for many reasons. Um, but I would say, yeah, in terms of like, that's like appearance turn on and then that personality trait would be humor and, being kind of a respectful disrespectful type of nigga like you respect (laughs) me but you don't let me always have my way like you'll put me back in my place respectfully you'll check me (laughs) respectfully but you won't be out here being hella hella nice to everybody else I don't want you being hella friendly to these bitches out here uh you gotta be hella disrespectful but you know you can give them a quick high and a bye and let them know that you're not out here being no nice boy to people that you about me and that's you know that's it so for me like that's a turn on i'd like you to be a little nerdy you know because if you're always too gangster too serious i can't keep up with that mentality i can't keep up with that attitude so i would like you to have like kind of a nerdy softer you know funnier side but also can be serious when necessary but yeah that's that's what black velvet likes that's, That's a lot. Did y'all take notes of that? <laughs> this bitch got a list and she wants it checked. Box That's so box. many things. I'm very proud of you for ha- being so specific. But like, I already got lost. I was like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> My nigga and I want it now. <laughs> uh, in case y'all were at were wondering, this bitch is single. <laughs> Ain't no one checked out all her boxes yet. <laughs> but if you out there and you got all those boxes checked off, Come holla at at the girl over here. Dare to dream. Um, so for me, I also enjoy. I don't really enjoy tall guys. I don't want to be on like my tippy toes when I'm making out with you. I don't need my calves worked out. I don't like that. I get those Charlie horses. It's not cute. 
Um, so I'm 5'3", ideally like a 5, like 8, 9, 10. I'm good there. Over six feet, you're doing too much for me, personally. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're also doing intimate things, it just don't add up. It's like you got to do a lot of, you know, configurations and shit. I'm not I'm not trying to do the most. I'm not a gymnast. Like I'm not going to contort. Um, <laughs> so, so physically, I, I like I, I like a skittier dude. Everybody knows I like kind of smaller guys. Um, I do find tattoos attractive. Clearly, uh, my man is a skinny, not tall, tattooed man. So that's it. Uh, like, I don't prefer long hair, I guess. Uh, but like, you gotta be. Fine as fuck to pull off long hair for me. Like you can't just have long hair. Like you gotta have all the boxes checked off. Like over here, Miss Velvet, in order for you to have long hair for me to fuck with you. Because I can't have your hair looking prettier than mine. My hair, I cannot with my hair. It's be nappy. It got split ends. I can't keep her controlled. So if you out here like doing a whole Pantene Pro V commercial and I'm just here looking greasy as fuck, it's not gonna work out. I can't. You can't take my shine. Okay. Uh, I really, I like shoes if that's weird, whatever, but I like, I could tell a lot by a guy's shoes. I like them to wear like flat shoes, like bands or like, I don't know, just for whatever reason, I like that shit. Um, I don't, I guess I have a preferred style, but I'm really into a lot of, a lot of different styles. It's not too specific. But as long as you're not wearing like cargo shorts and a polo, <laughs> you're not a, a default white man. I think we'll be all right. Looking like a bread. <laughs> exactly. I, do, I, I, I only used to go for the Mexicans uh, as a general, but I ended up with a white man. Uh, uh, the we love you. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Uh, I'm out here with the superior race moving up. I'm just kidding, y'all. Calm down. <laughs> she living her best life in her own home. That's right. Um, but uh, funny. They got to be funny because I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm fucking hilarious. Unlike uh, Miss Velvet over here that they got to pretend for her. <laughs> pretend real well. Okay? I'm just funny. So but with that comes that you just can't be sensitive as fuck because I'll be saying some things and I'll be like, I, I will clown on you to death. I'm sarcastic as fuck. Like I don't take it easy on people. So, so you gotta be, you gotta be ready to come with that and like be okay. And if you can give that back to me, then that's it. The panties have dropped. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I said, it's hard to find somebody who can bounce off your humor or at least just take it. Because it can be dark as fuck and, you know, nerdy as fuck as well. If you can get some, like, Lord of the Rings references and things like that, let's do it. Let's party. Um, but So, basically, you need to be a Mexican clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a Mexican clown? Just kidding. I don't want you. I already got my man. I'm good with God now. Everybody calm down. Stop trying to get me in trouble. You better be good for God or she really going to be with God if her man hears this story. She really going to meet God sooner than she plans. So she better stop playing on here. Um, so those are all turn-ons, things that I find attractive. Um, like I said, a dark sense of humor. Music. Let's not forget, first and foremost, the music is for me. I feel like if I got a connection with you on that level, it's a little deeper for me. Um, 
JSR, I think you can. Uh, uh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Be a part of that. Absolutely. 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 But it's funny because, of course, then I met Anthony and he didn't know shit from shit about any of the bands that I like. But I don't know. Somehow it works. Yeah. And as long as you understand that it's a big factor in the lives of the people that you are trying to be with and don't judge them for the kind of shit that they listen to or be like naggy all the time if they want to listen to something in the car and be like, I don't fucking like that shit. What is that screaming shit? Or why are you always putting mm-hmm. gangsta shit? Or like, that's so ratchet. What is that? Like, just let me vibe. Just let me do my vibe. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So turn on. Turn. I don't like feet as a general. So mm. if you got some nasty ass feet, I don't know, man. Just keep your socks on. <laughs> I mean, in general, men just don't tend to take care of their feet. And it's just, I I have this whole thing about men's feet being exposed in public. I don't even <laughs> really even care if they're nice feet. Like, I'm going to need you to put some socks on and put them slides on if we go to the beach. <laughs> uh, whatever. No thong sandals. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feet, I agree. I agree. Um, feet is not where it's at. That ain't it. Yeah, I don't know that you can be a grown ass man in thong sandals, personally. Okay. Yeah, y'all. Be- so what? Then they have to wear the slides. The slides is what we prefer here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything between your toes <laughs> as a grown man. You're right. I feel it the same can way. Be over your foot, but not between the toes. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> that is so fucking specific. I don't even understand. <laughs> These are these are when we're coming down to the wire. You know what I'm saying? These are preferences. Not saying we got. I don't need you to check all my boxes, unlike some people over here. But <laughs> that's just like a turn off. Like I don't like it. I tell my brain that I don't know why. I just don't prefer it. Okay. So you're 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 of Asian descent. So that's like yeah. for you, right? You don't care. If- I don't care. Like honestly. I, I would prefer you to have feet because, you know, <laughs> that means you can get around. So me and Miss Velvet over here being like, you don't have nothing between your toes. We need some slides. We need some socks. JSR. Well, as long as they have feet. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if it's just one foot, that's fine. But if there's no feet, then that would make be too weird i think that's i really love them okay let's say anthony got, went out and got hit by a car and his feet were taken off it's not like i would be like okay no thank you but do you know what i mean i prefer feet um i kind of like certain shoes oh, you know what? it's not that i don't it's not that i have a specific shoe situation that i'm okay with but there are some that i am not okay with on a gentleman okay. like I don't think anybody, even if you're like the president of a bank, needs to be wearing those fucking nasty ass, like shiny businessman shoe. <laughs> oh, you're about to offend all the hipsters that listen why to this. They, but I want to know why they're nasty. Yeah. Why are they nasty? I mean, because they, they're, they're just so, like, who wears a dress shoe? Like, it's 2019. You can pick any shoe in the world and it's going to be fine. Why do you have to wear some fancy like it's 1927 like fancy man shoe like it just I mean, not is... every business has the culture of google and all these damn startups some people yeah. gotta have some fancy shoes i will not date a man with a fancy shoe there you go all right, all right there you go right. that's a deal okay. breaker right. that's the deal breaker for her She's like, do you have a specific deal break breaker miss velvet 
Like just something that you're like, absolutely not. We're done. Um, sexually or just in general? And I mean, Both. I guess in general, I've never really thought about that. It used to be if you had children, mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. have children. And for me, that was a big thing that that's something I wanted to share with my my husband I wanted it to be a new experience for both of us so I'm getting older now and it's seeming less and less likely to meet a good man <laughs> that doesn't have some sort of baggage including no offense to people that have children and your children aren't necessarily baggage but to a single non-parented person your you children, baggage your children are baggage <laughs> so I would say kids in general but sexually I'd have to say oral sex if you do not give me head, then there is a high chance that I will never, ever have an orgasm with you because that is always my guaranteed orgasm. And sometimes that's not even guaranteed if you don't know what you're doing. But certainly if you're just penetrating me, I likely will not get there. So if you want this to last forever or at least more than a week or at least more than a night (laughs) or at least more than 15 minutes, I'm going to need some head in the process. So that gives us uh, one of the questions that we asked on our poll was, if your partner does not do oral, is that a deal breaker for you? And you know what? Thank you, everybody that actually contributed to these polls. We set them out today and we didn't think that we were going to get anything. But quite a few of you responded and that makes us happy. So thank you for participating. And surprisingly, uh, 60% of the people said it was a deal breaker and 40% of the people were wrong. <laughs> Basically. Basically. You know you motherfucking lying if you said it didn't fucking matter. You know you lying. Oh, you never had some good, some good hit. Or you, yeah. Now. Or you something mm. about your privates or some shit. There must be something wrong with your privates because there ain't no way. Ain't no way. I, yeah, I I have to agree. I think that that's a big part. Like a lot of people, which is another question that we asked about, uh, does size really matter? And 81% said yes. And 19% said no. And to me, it's kind of like, not really only because like, I can get on your dick and ride it and get myself off. Right. Regardless, usually of what the size is now. Um, that's good and all if you have a big dick and everything, but what does that tongue do? That's always my definitive, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I can ride your dick and get off, but can you actually do something with that tongue and, and make me feel good and get me where I need to go? So for me, I would say that, yes, it is a deal breaker. If you're not going to go down there and, and do what you do, then I don't know. I can't do it. I'm And like, you expect me to put your dick in my mouth if you're not going to do that to me? That's not going to work, baby. Yeah, reciprocation is super key stupid i mean major fucking key dj khaled reciprocation <laughs> so how do you feel about that jsr and as we know she is the least sexiest person ever as for herself okay so it's interesting to see it from a different perspective so go ahead jsr so okay so for me it's not a deal breaker because I don't necessarily, I don't enjoy that that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's just never worked for me or whatever, but I'm like, hello, I'd rather see your face. Do you know what I mean? So, and remember, I'm all about like the intellectual connection. So I'd rather just talk to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, while we're doing stuff, but I don't, you don't need to go there. Also, 
I'm really self-conscious about my lady parts, so nobody needs to get that close. Um, but as I had a boyfriend once who tried to like woo me by saying that he would never make a girl get on her knees and give him head because that was disrespectful to women. Okay. And that was a lie. <laughs> Next thing you knew you were on your knees, huh? <laughs> An hour later, I was on my knees. I don't know what happened. Escalated quickly. It, it, it escalated quickly. I was like, what the fuck was that about? Do you know what I mean? I was just like, I mean, why would you even say that? If It was just weird. It was just like a, you know, what if I was like, oh, I agree with you. And then would would we have even dated? I don't know. It was just weird. But um, yeah, I uh, not that's not a deal breaker for me. But look, things do need to be reciprocated, right? Like if I'm not getting the full the full uh, you know orgasm from just the regular way, then you're going to have to do something. But it doesn't have to be with your mouth. Okay. Okay. I think that kind of slides into fingering for me. And I absolutely cannot stand it. I am a grown ass woman. Huh. I feel like that is one of those teenage things you do to get off before you get to the point of sex or something that you do when you're unfamiliar with other ways of pleasing a woman. And this is where it goes back to my turn ons of having nice fingernails and clean fingernails. Because my vaginal health is very important to me. My comfort when I'm urinating is very comfortable to me. And I'm not implying that I, you know, have an STD. What I am implying is, is that when you fucking go Edward Scissorhands on my vagina, because you decided that you didn't need to manicure your hands. Plus, you wanted to keep a little dirt under that motherfucker. Uh uh-uh. um, <laughs> fucking feeling like I am having <clears throat> a chemical reaction when I take a piss because I have all these open wounds on this <laughs> delicate skin in my vagina because you decided to finger me instead of using another soft tissued organ in your mouth to meet up with my soft tissued organ between my <laughs> legs. You decided to use razor blades to try to get me off. I think I think my girl is just a little traumatized because she's been Zoroed just fucking down there too often. I personally enjoy some fingers up there. But like I said, if they like, I mean, like you said, if they're nice and like not fucking claws, then yeah, sure, put them in there. That makes me feel good. But I don't know that. I don't know. I think I think it helps in the pleasure, especially if you're going down on a girl. If you put some of that in there, I think it feels good. I mean, if your fingernails are cut and you you slobber the shit out of your fingers <laughs> and you go in at a good angle and my shit's already wet. Any, I mean, there's got to be... There's Damn, bitch! No, there's two situations. <laughs> there's two situations. If, if it ain't 68.7 degrees outside, <laughs> if the wind isn't 15 you know, miles per hour, yeah. if the sun is not at a 37 degree angle, it ain't happening, okay? Everyone, basically, <laughs> blood ain't about that fucking fingering life. It's tongue or penis, and that's that. Okay, hmm. you, Jay, sir. Okay. Wait, what about? I thought I answered that already. Um, 
you can't be putting bacteria up in my business, okay? It's like sensitive enough as it is. So yes, you need to be clean. Okay, okay, okay. Like that's I mean I'm sorry, Black Velvet, that that you have had experience with with possibly some not well manicured fingers, but I I would be inspecting that shit before I let them put the put anything down there anyway. <laughs> Stick out your hands. Let me see. No, honestly, I mean, I'm going to inspect the penis, too. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm, I haven't seen it. Just put it in. <laughs> but how do you go about ex- inspecting a penis without changing the mood of the room? Because I don't know. I'm going to look at it. I mean, I'm not going to inspect it and measure it and and do all of the stuff, but I'm, it's not going to go. It's not going to go in there blind. I'm, I at least would have to have a look at you. I would imagine a squinting eye and a lift. A lifted upper lip because you're really inspecting it. Your nose is kind of sprouting. <laughs> she got her magnifying glass out. I get my magnifying glass. I get, you know. This better be acne. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so we asked about boobs as well. And 100%, so all y'all that chimed in said that you like the naturals. Now, I think that that's a beautiful thing. I understand that some ladies get them for whatever reason, and that's fine too. If that's what you need to make yourself feel good, whatever, that's fine. But I, I too prefer a natural titty. Um, I don't like women in a sexual way like I've said before I appreciate body parts and you know a pretty face and all that and that's fine um but I do appreciate nice parts and and titties are definitely one of them JSR um yeah no I I I you know I've seen lots of fake titties in my life being from Los Angeles um and you know it just it looks uncomfortable to me and I'm sorry when you see fake titties in you know uh, let's say a uh, uh, a cinematic uh, fashion. They they they. It's it's so fake, and then then they don't they defy gravity and all that other shit. I just don't understand why you would like that as a person who would be an appreciator of titties. Why you why you would want that instead of something that was like you know human. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I agree. I agree, and. Uh, yeah, no shade to the women out there that are self-conscious about their breasts, because I certainly, you know, am self-conscious about mine sometimes. But if you're dealing with the right person, then those breasts are going to be worshipped like they're the best breasts that they have ever seen in their lives. That's right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if they sag a little bit, all well, let them sag, you know, with pride. If they, you know, crooked, if one's bigger than the other... Those are your titties, bitch. You was blessed with them, and that's how you're supposed to walk in the world with them. And the right man will fucking or woman. Let's or, not or or mm-hmm. woman or woman. And this goes for men out there with titties too. You know, appreciate <laughs> appreciate the titty because titties go long. They go a long way. They really can make make a sad situation a lot better okay <laughs> think about all the people that you have consoled on your titties when they're crying or whatever like titties matter small big saggy whatever they all matter uh, and on a different note a lot of women do have the cancer of the titties and i think it's perfectly fine if they want to get like 
alterations at that point so that they, you know, feel like, you know, a woman again, if that's how they want to feel or feel like that they would feel better, you know, with all that shit. Some of the, some of the women now, like with uh, tattoos that are getting really fucking amazing, they can, you know, redo the little nipples and everything and it changes lives. So, and if that's what, you know, you got to do also, that's, that's a beautiful thing. There ain't yeah. no shame in that. Oh, absolutely. I'm, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't, if, if you have lost them or if they've been hurt or damaged or, or, you know, biopsy to hell or whatever, right? Then, I mean, of course, if you want to have them again, I don't think that that's necessarily a problem. But I also think that probably, and I, I don't know if this for sure, but like probably the women who like get their breasts replaced aren't going for like the ridiculous, you know, they're going yeah. for something maybe that they already had. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a couple sizes bigger if that's what you want. I mean, if, if, if that were me, I would go a little smaller in the next <laughs> Now the next thing. This is where my opinion differs. We're gonna go, okay. We're gonna go down south and talk about that ass. That ass though. Now I would most definitely pay top dollar to get this ass looking right. Okay. <laughs> now I am way more concerned about having a nice round booty than my my breast any day now same goes for what i said about the breast you should certainly appreciate whatever you have but if you don't appreciate it and you want to change it you, you know go for go for whatever you're comfortable with but me personally i feel like you know there's a nice ass really just makes or breaks you know an entire look for me because i'm also attracted to women and I'm, you know, I mean, the first thing I'm going for after the face is the ass. That's what I want to see. Hmm. And I know that <clears throat> I have talked openly in the past about like, oh, I wonder if I could get a fat transfer to my booty. So technically it's not fake because it's my own <laughs> fat just moving around <laughs> versus getting like a fix of flat. My ass filled with like, you know, tire filling or whatever the fucking shit is. Tire <laughs> filling. So I don't know. It's called fix of flat. But, uh... <clears throat> booty yeah i would definitely alter my booty um but i you know i still want it to feel soft and natural but uh you know and you know i'm already a thick girl to begin with so i i hopefully wouldn't have to deal with that unproportional look and i wouldn't get anything too crazy but i this is an old thing we used to say in high school because we were ghetto and when we would make fun of people we'd be like well your stomach stick out further than your booty do and so they right we would call them a booty do Okay. A booty do, <laughs> booty, booty do. It was not a term of endearment, and I used to be a booty do. I'm not as much of a booty do now, but I never want to be a booty do again. <laughs> so, okay, I could work on flattening my stomach, or I could work on getting a bigger booty. <laughs> so you know, hmm. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I personally would like a bigger ass. Yeah, she don't want a booty do. She wants a booty do. <laughs> what that booty do? Yeah. Um, I uh, I also have a little ass. You know, little asses matter. Um, I'm not saying it's like a pancake, but you know, it's, it has a little bubble to it, but not much. Uh, it's nothing in compared to these titties up here. You know, sometimes I wish that I could take some of this fat up here and transfer it there. But would I ever get some work done on this little baby butt? Uh, nah, I don't think so. It doesn't go that deep for me. 
Mm. <laughs> that's where we differ. And that's going to be a cultural thing because this. Mm-hmm. Really- I was just going to ask if that's if that if you think that that's mostly cultural. Yeah, I think for me, I don't feel pressure to have a bigger booty, and I certainly attract the men regardless of what size my booty is. I think it's a just a personal, you know, thing for me that I just would feel more secure with a bigger booty. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not absent of booty, so you know, I try to just flaunt what I got. But uh, yeah, I think that you know, I mean, we didn't ask a question about we only asked about natural boobs versus fake boobs. We didn't ask about natural booties versus fake booties. Um, and I don't know what kind of uh, demographic you have in your listeners, but we don't know either. It's, all, it's only three of them. It's only three of them. <laughs> if there's any uh, niggas out there that would like to chime in about fake versus real booty, you know, go ahead and drop a comment or, uh, you know, anything in the on the the IG. Yeah, let us know. But let us know. Miss Velvet's going to be a reoccurring thing here. If y'all like her. Absolutely. Maybe. Um. What do you think, JSR? Ass. Well, I just Ass. discovered that I'm a booty do, and that's great. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. We got a booty do. <laughs> we got a booty do. Always have been, always will be. I will say before I lost weight, it was more proportional, but then after I lost my my weight, um, I still have all the looseness of the the front parts and the fupa, but the ass just went went goodbye so literally i have like bruises on my ass from sitting on things because i have so much not an ass so it's not a teardrop booty it's literally a sobbing crying booty (laughs) yes yes it's It's just it's morrissey booty (laughs) it's the morrisseyest of booties i'm sure he has a great well okay in that cover of hand and glove that's morrissey right so he's got a nice ass Mm -hmm. or he did okay 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 Okay, just saying, just sorry, sorry. But um yeah, if I could take some of the fupa and 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 the front part fat and put it in the booty fat just to even things out, I would, but you know, I could have surgery and like get all of the loose skin off and then I might feel better about my booty do or whatever, but um nah. Nah. I'm I'm 50 people. I just turned 50 yesterday, so fuck it. No, she did. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Um, so thank you. I was fishing for that, so thank you. Strippers is on the way. The strippers. We already okay. called them. Let's talk about some strippers. How do you feel about strippers? I personally, I think that female strippers are fucking a work of art. They are just fuck. Yeah, they are. They are strong as fuck, number one. It is not easy to do that. They got upper body strength, lower body strength, a middle body strength. Like, they got a core like no other. I think it's beautiful the way they dance. Uh, Males, not so much. I just, I don't think that I could take them seriously. I just, like, I've been programmed to, to think that the way that strippers move is, like, feminine and, like, you know, womanly. And that's how I, that's, that what I think when I when I think of a stripper so when a guy is doing those things it kind of messes with my mind a little bit and I don't feel like that that is a turn on for me I just kind of like that's kind of funny yeah uh black velvet's opinion on male strippers is it ain't it fam (laughs) that ain't it I do not like male strippers. Yeah. I don't want dicks swinging back and forth. My ex-boyfriend used to do that in the bedroom. He tried <laughs> to be sexy and kind of roll his abdomen and like fling he tried to usher back you. and forth. He tried to usher and you. And I was like, this shit is not cute. I am completely turned off. Like, this is not sensual for me. 
And, you know, like, I don't know, it's not an enjoyable experience for me. But seeing as I do consider myself bisexual, seeing a woman in all her glory and and moving very slowly to a me or well, okay, so it depends. So I'm black, as I've already announced, and I am a big fan of ghetto ratchet strippers. We already talked about the fact that, you know, I don't want a booty do, like I want a big booty. It all stems from inspiration of, you know, Instagram models, whatever strippers. Now depending on the type of strip club you go to and this type of city you go to, you'll get, you know, ones dancing to slow songs very sensually. And it's like a really a vibe, but then, you know, I want to go to Atlanta where they're listening to trap music and they're clapping their booty and they're dancing hella fast and spinning around that pole and basically twerking. Landing on that split. That's a different type of vibe that I can appreciate, but art is art, whether it be slow or fast. Like, it's just nice to see all the curves and all the, the confidence going on and just all the attention that's being captivated in their, their moment of glory on the stage. I can really appreciate that. How do you feel, Jason? I don't know. I mean, if, if that's what you do, that's great. I do feel like, I mean, sex work is work. And if that is your chosen profession, then that's fine. I do, you know... Sometimes I have concerns about people who are are doing that because they're forced to, because sex trafficking is also a thing. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm such a fucking Bernie Sanders liberal that I'm always like, oh, well, is she wanting to do that? Is that is, you know, what's the story? But let's just assume that it's not an oppressive thing, then yes, go to it. I, I don't care to see it or not see it. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've never paid to go to like a strip club or anything. Um, probably because I would overthink it. Do you know what I mean? But my question is, um, okay. What am I trying to say? Like, do you think that like strippers and, and, and like, and porn, do you think that that gives, people like a false sense of what what it's really like do you know what I mean like if you're like a 15 year old boy right that's attracted to women and you've just you know seen a bunch of strippers and a bunch of porn doesn't that kind of set you up for like disappointment when it comes down to it um this is Black Velvet and I'd like to chime in on this and please do I would say if it was me and I was that 15 year old boy I would think that this is dope and this is exactly what's going to happen <laughs> when some girl stops, you know, looking at me like a child and sees me like a man. Um, and then when you get in, you get in there and unless you're dealing with another experienced woman, then you realize that it's a whole bunch of wincing and crying and ah, ooh, it, it hurts. And then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I just saw a bitch making a clap on YouTube a day ago and here mm-hmm. I am with you and you barely spreading your legs for me to you know he's like I barely got the tip in and you over here crying right so yeah I think it, it can certainly give some false uh false hope about what you expect versus what the reality might yeah, they, be they, they'll get to learn real quick what reality is and even if they see that and they think that's what they want you'd be surprised who can't handle bitches that really are about that life Mm -hmm. because I've Mm -hmm. been in situations and this has been with another black man where I have gotten on top to ride him and I was riding him hard and fast 
because that's just what I assume that him as a black man and other black men I've slept with, we don't do no slow sensual fucking. And I don't want to say no black people do slow sensual fucking, but I'm a young black woman and I deal with young hood niggas basically. So we're not in here making love to slow music. We're mm-hmm. it right. I'm, you know, trying not to cry because I'm getting <laughs> deep dicked with no fucking, with no sort of uh, care to how I'm feeling or if it's hurting me. Right. So um, <clears throat> that sounds great. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I know. It, She's trying not to be a bitch. She's trying, trying not, not to be to, a bitch. You know what I'm saying? But basically, I'm just saying that, you know, people act like they want some and then you give it to them and they're like, whoa, that's too much. Like, Mm. whole thing where like I am a squirter and some people act like oh did I want to experience that or that sounds hella cool and then you squirt and they're like oh my god that was way too much for me (laughs) or I can't believe that just happened or I don't know how to feel about that or god look at the bed now it's soaked like it's a whole thing I just think that if you can't handle a woman and all of her bodily functions whether it be squirting or not (laughs) then you being childish we're grown-ass people here if she's going to squirt and it's going to get wherever the fuck it's going to get in your eyes, it's going to make you sting in your mouth. It tastes gross. I don't give a fuck. You just take it for what it is. And if you feel some type of way about it, then that's on you. But you need to work on your damn self. Yeah, you need to become more secure because there's a lot of things that come with sex. And not everything is as pretty as the movies or the videos. But certainly don't come into it with any sort of expectation you know what I'm saying? Especially virgins. They should never have an expectation. They should just be like, oh, I saw this, this, and that, and the third. But these are also experienced sex workers. And I know, or I hope that I know that it's not always going to go down like this. But if I'm lucky enough, I can find me a bitch that does this shit in real life for me and with me. But, you know, you got to work your way up to things like that. Yeah. that's Yeah. Sure. So let me tell you about a story about kind of a male stripper. So I was in um, Las Vegas for a bachelorette party. Uh, and we went to uh, a Men of X show. So it's a bunch of fools who are like, it's like the Thunder from Down Under, but like X-rated, I guess. I mean, I've never been okay. to the Thunder from Down Under. I don't know if they do the full Monty. Um, but even in this, they didn't. They didn't show no dicks. But so everybody came out and they had like a, a little like group montage, which was kind of ridiculous. But then they each had their own like little like like role-playing thing they did uh like one came out as a cowboy and one came out like as what the hell else did he come out as police officer yeah like a police officer and all like like the fucking ymca right right right. and uh they would just pick uh girls out the audience and they like get them on the stage and they do their little routine for them this and that and that was it right and of course i get pulled up on stage right and this guy, he cut, he cut, he was a black guy. He was the kind of like the host of the, of the whole event. And he comes and he looks at me and he's like, do you like it rough? And I was like, actually, yeah. <laughs> I told you. Um, and he just looks at me and he's like, for real? And I said, bring it. So he throws my ass on the stage. There is a chair in the middle of the stage and he tells me to sit on it. So I do. And then it's like it's like this man was sent from God because as soon as I hit the stage, Nine Inch Nails Closer starts playing. 
Oh, he knew something. I know, which was that song, I Want to Fuck You Like an Animal. You know that song, right? Yeah. So that song starts playing. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And this guy, and he's like in all leather, like chaps and his little vest, like assless chaps and his little vest. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like coming out. And I'm kind of like mumbling the words to myself because yeah, I know the song. And so he's coming out and he's like dancing around me on this chair. And then like he 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 legit picks me up. He kicks the chair out from under me, right? And and um, he flips me upside down. And then he what? Yeah, he grabs my heels off. He throws them into the crowd. This <laughs> <laughs> shit is wild. And then he throws like he he um he like puts me on my knees and he starts like raping my head, kind of like just like fucking grinding on my head. And this is this is all happening very fast. I'm not being able to take this all in at once. <laughs> And then, so then he like lays me on the floor, right? And he like starts crawling up to me, you know? And then, and then I'm just kind of like there, but like, I think I'm still verbalizing the words because I don't know why. And then he looks at me and he's like, keep singing to me. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, so he's like grinding upon me on the floor and shit. And then he like picks me up and like then he's like you know thank you for coming out blah 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 and then like the bitches in the crowd had gotten my heels and they're like hey girl here's your heels good job like blah 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 blah. and like i won um fucking a steak dinner for the whole bachelorette party that night so i was the real mvp Uh and and my little stripper gave me a card and he's like here you know hit me up if you have time later on blah 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 and i was like in my head i thought no ma'am (laughs) <laughs> this is not today satan not today <laughs> but uh so wait so is that part of his shtick like is like is i mean i don't know I mean, if he improvised a lot of it or if it's different every time but he was like that guy for that specific wow yeah so it it was it, that was the last time i went to vegas because i'm like how am i gonna top this this is too much <laughs> I, you know, if I was in that experience, first of all, I wouldn't have got picked because they wouldn't have been able to easily lift me and spin me around. <laughs> you know, I'd have got sat on the chair and I just got grinded on on the chair. And then they'd be like, all right, ma'am, thanks for coming up here. Go ahead and go back down to your seat. Here's your high five. <laughs> so, you know, now I, I've been in situations where my friends have tried to set me up to go on the stage at a female strip club, like on an amateur night. And, you know, my confidence (laughs) confidence level isn't, you know, where it's at to do anything like that. But I feel like I would do that one time before I died. I would go to an amateur night and just fucking, I just have to have all my people out there that make me feel. You know, I'm your number one fan. I'll be there for, I'll be the hype man that comes on before to hype the crowd for you. I'm going to need everyone to get a whole bunch of ones and just make it rain on me. And then I'll just go ahead and disperse the money back after the (laughs) (laughs) club. Because she she be the one who give them the money so that she looks like a star on stage. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, the whole role play thing, like we asked the people if they were into role playing, and sixty five percent of them said that they're into it. Thirty five percent said that they were not. Yeah, that's I I can't do it. I, black velvet cannot role play <laughs> because black velvet cannot keep a straight goddamn face during a role play same 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 i can't do it 
I can't do I it. I will break character every two minutes talking about, oh, wait, that wasn't the right thing to say. Or, oh, this is the wrong character. Or, oh, God, I, do I sound stupid? And then my partner's going to be like, fuck it. Just fuck <laughs> it all. That yeah. was anachronistic, and I'm I'm done. I'm sorry. You referenced something from 1892, and we are clearly in 1893, so mm-mm, done. Deal breaker. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, I don't know. I can't be a naughty teacher. I can't be a Mrs. Officer. I can't. I can dress in that thing. That's fine. And you could do yeah. what you want with me at that point. But, like, don't expect me to, like, get in and, like, you know, like... Yeah. Hello, class. Uh, I'm here for. Did you do your homework? Oh, you didn't. You're such a bad boy. Like I'm really good at improvising. I'm really good at this, <laughs> but I couldn't keep a straight face. I couldn't keep a straight face. This bitch just discovered that she actually does like something that she just said she couldn't fucking. Wait a minute. But I think that you could be just sexy vet tech. Exactly. Oh, yeah. she's gonna wear the scrubs from the day that have yeah. all the anal glands and fur on it, and we're, I'm just about to give you a little physical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me get your anal glands expressed, yeah. because I am here to give you a rectal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sixty five percent of these people are are down as fuck for but that. I That's feel cool. like an important thing of role playing is being able to talk dirty. Yes. So I'm not sure if we did. I think we did something on talking dirty. Maybe we did not. Um, But um, that is something that I can appreciate. Now, I'm not super good at it. And I find that I repeat myself a lot because when I'm on the spot, I want to make sure I say the right thing. But I also want to make sure I didn't just say that same shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Daddy is a term that gets thrown around a lot in my bedroom because I feel like it gives hmm. them some sort of security of feeling more in charge or, you know, you know, more of a uh, dominant. Uh, I, th- I think it's weird for y'all to want to be my dad. That's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Although, um, boppy is a thing that they like me to say, because, you know, I'm a little bit of a Latin flavor, mm-hmm. and it comes out nice, you know, rolls out nicely with me, but... So I don't mind saying that, but like, daddy, that feels kind of weird to me. I'll do it. It's a cultural And I'll do it nicely. Again. Like I said, I'll do it. I'll do it all day. But like, in my head, I'm like, that's kind of fucking weird. But that's just me. Yeah. Miss um, Jackie still has her father in her life. <laughs> so I think maybe visions of him may pop up and ruin the moment. Whereas, I, you know, I just see Casper. So it's all good. <laughs> because I don't feel like I'm offending anybody. Um... <laughs> She ain't got a picture but, of who that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I I just have to say some dirty shit. Like, you know, do you like the way this pussy feels right now? Is it wet enough for you? Or do you feel how wet or warm it is? Shit like that. Or this dick is so deep. Like, you know, shit like that. But then when he, they get like, they want you to get out of that role and get like, almost metaphysical. Like, God, we're... <laughs> You know where's your where's your mind at right now? And I gotta make up some shit. Like, man, I'm on cloud nine. Like, I feel like I'm floating. Like, I don't see nothing but you and me on this fucking cloud and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> when dirty talk isn't enough, and they want you to really get on some like you know some deeper, higher, like you gotta be high kind of shit. I'm like, okay, now it's too much. But you know, I need you to reciprocate that same energy. I need you to tell me that you know this. This pussy is everything you've been thinking about all day. You couldn't wait to get to it or some shit or that it's beautiful or that I'm beautiful or, you know, whatever. Like, I need you to talk dirty to me, too. It's a hard thing to do, though. Not everyone can talk dirty, and I understand that. 
And sometimes people, you can tell when people are struggling by this type of content that they talk about. <laughs> and so once it yeah. gets to that point where you can tell they're struggling, I try to back off so they don't feel embarrassed because not everyone is confident in their sexuality in that way. They just want to do the deed without any sort of words. Yeah. And then, and then a lot, you know, you don't want to like try and get them out of uh, the, the mind frame that you guys are, you know, in a, in a sexy place rather than he's like now kind of like, uh, what, what do I say next? And then right. his head is somewhere else. And then you guys are, is going to be a whole different, different levels. Yeah. Um, on that uh, dirty talk, uh, kind of, uh, we did get a, a question asked as to would we trip out if a guy started to moan uh, during the deed? And I I don't think so. I've had several moans. And I, that to me, that's just like, yes, bitch, you are doing the damn thing. Yeah, uh-huh. Moaning for me is, a mo- is motivation for sure. Exactly. Because that makes my Kegels be all worth my while. <laughs> <laughs> It makes the way I'm rotating my hips or the way I'm almost choking to death on your penis. And when I say almost, I literally mean almost because I ain't getting close to really choking on no penis. Um, (laughs) But, you know, all that really does make the difference. And if you were a smart man or a smart woman, you would know that that acts as motivation and you about to get fucked even better or even harder or even whatever. That's an indication that you like what's happening. So keep doing that. Um, no, I wouldn't do that at all. I would, I would enjoy that. Now, that being said, I do enjoy a moan. But if he's like going to moan about it and be like a woman about it, then I'm going to be a little bit like, what the fuck? Like if my man's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, what? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Come again? What if that was just their way, though? What if that's just how it came out? That's, I mean, I'll allow a few of those, but then after I'll be like, I mean, on? I think there would need to be discussion prior yeah. to anything that that's that, that kind of natural for them. Yeah. Um, and I would say, because I mostly only deal with Black men, that I more or less get groans and yeah. not moans. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a release of a, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, uh, you know, then I'm like, oh, you like that? And you, this when you get dirty, you say some shit like you like that shit. You want me to do a hard? You want me to do a fast? You want me to do a What else do you want from me, daddy? What else do you want me to do? Um, and, you know, I mean, you just got to keep the momentum going. You got to mm-hmm. keep the flavor going. And if you find that your partner struggles a lot with dirty talk, then don't make that a priority. Find other ways to connect and make it find other motivation. Look at their face. Look at the way they're reacting. I'm very big on eye contact uh, during any sexual encounter, whether I be giving head, I'm riding a dick, or I'm laying down, I will look you deep in your soul, and I have <laughs> She found, gonna snatch that shit. Don't look at her. She's yeah, gonna snatch it. I'm, I am I will win that staring contest. <laughs> I will. I, I, I ain't scared of no eye contact. She Even ain't. if you're doing some really dirty shit, or I'm doing some really humiliating shit, I will look you dead in the eyes when I'm doing She it. won't even blink. She'll be, tears will come <laughs> out of her eyes. She won't, she, won't, she won't break that stare. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah, but you know, you just gotta find out what your partner likes. You don't ever want to put too much pressure. It won't. It won't be enjoyable if there's too much pressure. I I think that in the moaning thing, I like I said, I do enjoy it. It does give me some motivation. It makes me feel good. It's like that little like a little inch up on your pride and all that. I do think that fellas and ladies, this is gonna be a good tip for all of y'all. So listen carefully. I personally, if I'm doing my moaning. 
And especially if you're down there, if you're eating me out and, and you could hear that I'm getting where I need to go, keep doing that same fucking thing. Don't switch yes. your shit up. Don't switch your shit up and think like, oh, I'm going to go in for the kill now. Or like, let me switch and do it faster. No, none or yeah. all the fucking mission that you just thought up in your head. If you're getting me where I need to go and you, you can hear me getting where I need to go. Just keep doing that same, th- keep that same energy, okay? Don't fuck it up by trying to do the most, by trying to stick something else, by trying to play with my titties. Do none of that. Just keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Amen. I'm going to have to go ahead in second, third, fourth, fifth, and a hundred <laughs> uh, Because, yeah, it's right. Men get, men or women, I guess, can get too motivated, mm-hmm. and, and then they're like, "All right, so I'm about to, I'm about to hit her with the, you know, hit her with a two step, and yeah. she's about to love it." And I'm like, "Whoa, well, I just lost my nut because yeah. you decided to switch it up on me. So now, go ahead and add another twenty minutes onto your stroke because, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, just you can like just please take this advice from us, please. And, and if if your partner is is communicating that they like that or if they're giving you that little shake their little thigh is fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shaking or their whole little body is vibrating if they starting to look like they're losing control and their and their fingers are like little fucking dinosaur tyrannosaurus hands if they're looking like yeah. <laughs> if eyes are rolling back if, if they're speaking in tongues like yes okay if you see a big ball come up in their throat and they start to kind of do this fucking yeah it's a whole thing like don't stop what you're doing keep that same energy don't fuck it up now here's my dilemma when i'm sucking dick i get tired sometimes i get tired men don't come fast enough for me sometimes and, uh, you know, I got a wrist action and then I got to switch hands or I got mm-hmm, the, the throat, mm-hmm. the throat motion and I'm sucking with every pullback. So then my cheeks are starting to get sore. You know, what do you do when your jaw starts to lock up, but it seems like they're enjoying it. And now they're really getting to the point where they like it right when you're fucking about to pass the fuck out. You know, you got to really just, you really just got to just it's it's very hard to keep with it, but if you keep with it, you'll be done. And if you don't keep with it, then that's another twenty minutes that maybe one of you <laughs> don't want to go through. I got a little something on that, ladies or men. Um, if you are essing the dude, and here is my like finish finish him, you know, Mortal Kombat fucking move. You do with a little taint right behind the ball sack, right before the asshole. Give that a little fucking huh. pressure on that. Kind of move that a little back and forth. Kind of jack that little area off. You're done. That's what I do. The activator button, bitch. The activator. (laughs) So uh, that's what I do. When I'm getting tired, like, let me tell you, I suck dick and I'm not cute. I start sweating. There's like, I start crying. There's tears. There's fucking snot coming out my nose. I'm drooling. It's the whole thing. Especially if I'm deep throwing, which is is another question here. Um, We asked asked the people if they know um, how to deep throat. And let me see what the what the answers was to that. It looks like 67% of the people said yes. So good for you, people. Um, I, I actually have a friend, and we were talking about this, and I, I was saying something about whatever, and she's like, oh. So I was like, oh, do you deep throat? And she said, I, I think I do. And I said, bitch, 
That's a no. You don't think that you're deep throat. You know, you know that you're deep throat. And that's what I told her. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, do this, this, and this, and get back to me and let me know what's up. And she came back and she's like, bitch, I did it. I deep throat. And I said, see, when you know, you know. So if y'all have questions about how to get that shit down there, Holler at your girl. <laughs> All right. So we can ahead. get it done. Let me go ahead and interject. This is Black Velvet. And let me just let you know <laughs> that I might sound like a freaky bitch, but that is one thing that this bitch cannot do. <laughs> I can't even get checked for strep throat at the doctor. <laughs> um, I'm not about that life. I wish I would be. And you know what? I have this, you know, there's a stigma on me because I'm a thicker black girl that I can, one, take any size dick, and I can take all of the dick with no fucking complaints, no pain, and two, that I can swallow any dick because I swallow food a lot, so why can't I swallow? (laughs) Now, let me tell you, I have this irrational fear of dying from suffocation, uh, and I, you know, I've never had a an issue personally in my life where I've been choked or where I've drowned or, or not drowned, almost drowned or <laughs> shit like that. Uh, but uh, as soon as it gets a little too far back on my tongue, then I panic and I also feel like I'm going to vomit. And sometimes I'll let the dick go back farther than I prefer, but then I'll get that little like burp gut thing where I'm like, okay, so I take my mouth off and I take a few deep breaths and I try to re- regather myself because that will really be a, a moment killer um, when I, you know, vomit all over your penis. Um, <laughs> That's a mood killer. <laughs> now, I have read a many articles and, you know, talked to a many people about what the technique is. There was a short period of time where I was taking bananas and seeing how far I could go and just leaving them on the back of my tongue for like 10, 20 seconds so I could just adjust. They were saying it kind of starts slow like that. Uh, By the way, if anyone needs to practice deep throating, do not, I repeat, do not use a banana. (laughs) You're going to kill yourself. Um, (laughs) I have, I luckily had no issues, but the banana will soften up and can sever and potentially get lodged uh, in your throat. It is not a joke. It is not a game. Find something else, perhaps a dildo or something that you can practice with. But regardless, it says, you know, start by going slow, put it on the back of your tongue. Safety first, people. Safety deep, first. Yeah. Take, it says take deep breaths while it's just sitting on the back of your tongue, recognizing that you're not going to vomit. Like, it's okay. You kind of just inch it back with time. So I did that for a while, but I wasn't dating anyone during that time. So I never really got to practice it for real. And now I'm back at square one where I just cannot function so it's not for her lack of trying or want I or like want it, but I just... uh I, i've tried to you know give her the techniques she's tried is it's just something we're gonna work on maybe one day i'll take her as an apprentice <laughs> i mean I don't, I don't know how she's going to train me uh, but you know we'll keep y'all posted on a, a further podcast at some point but well, good for you for trying, Black Velvet, because I'm like, no thank you. I'm a horrible vomiter. Like, if I have to vomit because I'm ill or or whatever, it's the ugliest. It's the worst. I cry. I'm in the fetal position. Nobody wants to see that or experience that in the bedroom. So I'm, I refrain. Uh, fun fact, entirely. Black Velvet, I have not vomited since I was 13 years old, and I don't plan on vomiting by dick in the mouth anytime soon. <laughs> but I exactly. I pride myself because yeah, when I do vomit, I feel like I'm dying. It's it's a whole anxiety. It really all circles back to like a whole anxious 
it's a terrible situation. I feel like there's a ball in my throat and that I can't breathe. And it goes back to the fear of not being able to breathe. So I purposely avoid vomiting if I can help it. So does that mean that choking is off limits for you? No. Now, see, this is where it gets (laughs) weird. Because if you can put pressure on the right parts of the neck, if you, if you choke in a sexual manner, if you know how to do it and do it right, then it is a different type of pleasure. If you're not putting direct pressure on the trachea and really just holding it down to the point where if you wanted to talk, you couldn't talk, that's a whole different thing. If your man starts doing that to you, bitch, get out as soon as you can. Now, <laughs> I kind of learned that the, the hard way. So I was <laughs> I was in a relationship with this individual and he was kind of into that shit choking me i personally whether he wasn't hitting the points or i'm just not into that shit but your girl is down as fuck so if you want to do something like i'm down just as long as like it don't kill me but like low-key when he was choking me i felt my life slipping away like i started to like black out almost but your girl ain't no bitch so she wasn't gonna tap out i was just gonna let the lord take me <laughs> if it's time it's time yeah. if she dies she dies at least i didn't die a bitch um <laughs> But, but right 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 at the moment like he he let me live <laughs> and and I came too but I'm just saying uh you should have a safety word or like a safety tap uh is my advice for for future <laughs> reference uh my personal advice for a safety tap is you grab for his neck too y'all motherfuckers <laughs> won't go out <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Um, With that moaning question, we also got a second part where it was, um, if a minute man isn't acceptable, like what, five minutes, seven minutes, um, Black Velvet, you want to touch on that? All right, so me and Jackie talked about this a little bit earlier, and quite frankly, I personally am a good fuck, but kind of a lazy (laughs) fuck, and- I personally don't have stamina like that. I would rather have a short five to ten minute time of my fucking life than an hour long. My shit is raw at this point. Uh, My nipples look like raisins. (laughs) You know, I've been wet, dried, and wet again, and dried again. Uh, I I think what she's trying to say with, I think we can both agree on, is um, we don't like to make love. We like to fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't give us no long romantic strokes. Nah. Like I, I'm agree with her. I don't like it to be long and played out and doing the. I don't want to be like exhausted by the end of it. I don't want it to be like I have to get a towel and wipe my sweat off and all that. Shit. Like I don't want to do it. I just don't. Yeah. I just like. Maybe when I was younger, I was into shit like that. But, like, I got a life now. I got things I got to do. I got to be up in the morning. I got to do laundry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just want to get that nut and get out. Like, let's just let's just get to the, the point. And, I mean, let's have fun while we're getting to the point. I'm not going to lay there like a fucking stiffy and be like, all right, hurry up. But I don't need a round two. I usually don't want a round two. I just want to drink some water and relax <laughs> at that point. Yeah, so, Netflix. Yeah. We already chilled with Netflix from this so, point on. any minute men, you know, I mean, you can still holler at me because I'll make that the best minute of your goddamn life. Woo! Okay? Woo! Yeah, I don't think that, I mean, if you could get me there in a minute, 
fuck yeah, let's do that. But it's yeah. it's not. It's usually you got to have some foreplay in it. You don't think that you could oh, just yeah. just get it in and that's gonna be it. I think that's where uh, people get the wrong idea of things. You have to, as a woman, you have to get us started in order for us to finish. Like you can't just stick it in and expect us to fucking come. It's not going to happen. And there's still a great chance that after you get us started, we still won't get to finish with your old fucking selfish ass. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not going to start counting the, the foreplay and all that. That is separate from the actual uh, time you know from the timer so as soon as that dick goes in we can start the timer but everything up leading up to that that don't count we're not counting foreplay into this which is very important people <laughs> do the things that you yes because then a minute is not long enough no for for that a minute is not long enough no. you gotta like that's where you want to be slow and sensual and you know get the thing started right after that let's just get where we need to go but to get there i think it takes a little bit more time yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Minutemen, holla at me. <laughs> In conclusion. Uh, so wait, let me ask you this. Why do you think that it takes women longer to, to get, you know, started or whatever? Or Do you know what I mean? Like, why is it so difficult for us but so easy for men? Like, what's the point of that? Um, well, Eve bit an apple. And <laughs> I mean, they're penetrating in the hot boxes. I mean, they're getting the hot fucking pocket, okay? And we're yeah. just getting a, just a firm stick. And um, we get wet, they don't. You know, like, there's so many things that we provide to entice the situation more and more with our bodies and our genitals. And we just get a straight stick that eventually spouts something when they're finished and not to help the situation. Right. And also, you know, I just feel like it's hard. Our G spot is so deep up in there that if the dick ain't long enough, it's not reaching. If the stroke ain't good enough, it's not hitting. It's just like, that's generally what gets us. So the clit is really all we have and you can't penetrate a clitoris. So that's where your tongue comes back into play. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you can't hit the G spot, then you got the click. If you don't want to lick the click, then you got to figure out the G spot. I mean, or or figure out a stroke that if your dick is in the vagina, that you can still have like your your little pelvisy area yeah. rub against the click when you stroke, yeah. so she's still getting that stimulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. sure. it's it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like- or ladies, don't be lazy. Flip it over, jump on that dick, because when you ride in the dick, it's easier for you to stimulate your own clit, which is why I'm saying the right. whole thing about dick, you know, the size don't don't really like come that much into play for me, because like I said, I can jump on that dick and get myself off via maybe not your dick, but the the rubbing of the clitoris. Yeah. 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 I just think it's it's so um, black velvet with a woman. Do you feel that like, I mean. If I were attracted to women, I think that I would prefer to have sex with them because at least they know what's going on. Yeah. So my experience is, is that I perform things that I like on women. And I know you probably do that a lot. Right. Like, I just do what I like. Um, and I have learned that that's not always the best course of action because everybody likes different things. So, sure. for instance, you know, some history with a woman that I've been intimate with, 
you know, I prefer very minimal pressure on my clitoris when I'm having oral sex. I want you to barely be flicking it with your tongue because for some reason that excites me so much because it's like a tease that that'll get me there. So I'll do the same thing on her and she'll, Mm -hmm. you know, put more pressure like, you know, like, or like I'll have my face shoved in it and she just wants me to just like go to fucking town really firmly on her clit. And I'm just thinking like, God, doesn't that feel rough or whatever? Doesn't that hurt or whatever? But like, that'll get her there. That'll, you know, and so... It is, it's all a matter of personal preference, but, um, you know, and, and that, you know, that particular woman likes to be fingered and, you know, eaten out at the same time. And I don't like that. So you would think that it would be anything that you personally like, but that's not the case. Everyone's a bit different. It's just a matter of, you know, going with the flow and letting, allowing, allowing people to guide you without getting offended. Because if you're constantly doing something, because there's been times where I've stopped a kiss, something as simple as a kiss and been like, okay, let me take the lead because you're forcing your lips into my teeth or you're trying to force your tongue in and you're not, you don't really know how to move your tongue or whatever. So people allow your partner to be able to, to tell you what they like and what they don't like so that you guys can both have a really beneficial experience. Yeah. Communication is key. Um, you don't necessarily gotta do it when it's happening. Uh, if you guys want to have like a like a fucking pregame, like a pregame before powwow, a little powwow after before dur- whatever, whatever works for you, just get it done so that you both can have a pleasurable experience. Because you don't want to be that like person who's just kind of there, not really enjoying yourself because you they don't know what to really do for you, but then you don't know how to tell them. Just yeah. you know. Just talk. It's yeah. okay. It's okay, baby. Let them know. Yeah. And you could be respectful about it, but being a sexually liberated woman, I feel like I always got to communicate what I expect, what I want, what I need, what I don't like. And I expect that same sort of energy to be reciprocated from the other person so that we can really, really be synergistic in our in our moment together. Yeah. So we got another yeah. question, and it was... Um, Good music to mate sweet loving to. And then in this uh, particular comment, the this person had in quotations like <coughs> deaf tones. Um, <laughs> uh, I agree 100%. I do like to listen to a little bit more, um, I guess, I don't know, heavier music with a melodic tone, like the voice. Um, I I do enjoy that. I do enjoy like, uh, some nine inch nails, of course. Uh, I, I even, I even like, like Marilyn Manson shit. Um, I know, uh, Miss Black Velvet over here, uh, putting up a uh, little finger crosses, like I'm the devil or something. It's a little, I guess it's a little darker, but that's, that's what I like. I like really like, um, heavy stuff with melodic tones and voices, but I also like, like Portishead. I really enjoy like that's not necessarily heavy, but it's like melodic and like kind of like I don't know how to describe it. You know what I'm saying? JSR, you got it in that? Yep. I absolutely so I went to a Portishead concert with a friend of mine. I got really, really drunk, but there was a couple sitting next to us who ended up having sex at the table. Yes. So I can see where that would that would do it. It was awkward as fuck. I was like, I am so embarrassed right now. 
because it was it was just because my friend and I were not we're not in that same situation, so we're just like oh, okay. Um, I, I think like walking in or experiencing someone else's public sex is just like it's a bit much for me. I'd rather not. So um, it didn't ruin the concert or anything like that, but but you know, but I I understand that that gets people going, which I think is funny because I was dating a guy who I had a Portishead sticker on my car, and um, Black Velvet. If you don't know, it was they were a band in the what the mid the late nineties, right? And there was a song, and it was Nobody Loves Me. It's true, not like you do. So. It sounds like it's really self-deprecating, but maybe it's not. But I had anyway, I had a sticker on my car that said, nobody loves me. And he made me take it off because he was like, I'm not dating you with that low self-esteem. And I'm like, it's a fucking band. Shut up. So oh, we never had God. sex because he was horrible. Oh, but, God, that's terrible. Okay. Well, my taste in music is obviously very different than y'all's. Um, I like to listen to like really sexually driven rap music that might be fast or some sexually driven R&B music. Um, so, I mean, I guess it just depends on the vibe I'm on and who I'm fucking. So if it's a guy that I really like and we're trying to be a little bit more intimate with each other, I'll play slower music because I'm really good. I tell everybody that I date or anybody that I deal with that I cannot twerk and I'm sure I could, (laughs) I'm sure I could twerk, but I choose not to, but I can certainly dance very sensually and I can get you that same excitement without having to bend over and clap my ass. Now, I, I have that same sort of energy in the bedroom where I know how to just rotate my hips or roll my body just enough to like the beat of the music, slow beat of the music to make it a really enjoyable experience. Now, if we're fucking, I want to listen to some fucking kind of rap so that I can go to the beat with that too and really just drop my entire body weight on that dick when I'm riding you. <laughs> back to the point where you almost lose fucking steadiness on your feet because I'm throwing it back so hard you don't know what to do with it um you know I want to see tears come out of your eyes so you know uh yeah there's not usually any sort of rap rock uh, rock music or alternative music or anything ever playing in my bedroom especially when it comes to sex now, if we're in a situation where I can't control the music and it's just like the radio or whatever, I mean, I could I could fuck to anything. Uh, but, you know, that would be my preference. Yeah, I think anything that, like, I can, I guess, strip to, you know, like where you, you get that little steady, like, sexy rolling beat, mm-hmm. I could do. Like, I really enjoy, um, let me see, if I was a stripper, what would I strip to? I really enjoy the uh, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs uh, phenomenon. That's a good yeah. song. That's like kind of slow and like. Boop, da, na, 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 na. I went to personal Jesus from Depeche Mode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like that song, and I just feel like I could keep myself like, dancing and rolling to that song. Um, so you know, that's, that's a surprise. I came out of nowhere. That's a song that most people know that I could dance to. Um, and in the past, I have slow danced for, for people I've dated. I've put on whatever song I was doing at that moment, and I'll get on the, the rug in front of them. I'll have them sit down, and I'll start dancing and spreading my legs and spreading my pussy so they can look at it and rolling around and pretending to put my hand in their my head in their crotch, even though they're fully clothed. <laughs> the whole nine. But, I mean, I really have to like you because my knees aren't good, and it's hard for me. 
<laughs> up and down off the ground. So I really have to watch you because one. But, uh, yeah, you can insert number one crush by garbage into this segment, JSR. That's the shit. Oh, yeah. But for real. Anyways, uh, that's some that I could just think of off the top of my head. JSR, do you like to do any, any uh, fucking to any songs? No, because my songs are so important to me that I don't want to associate them with, like, something that's not as meaningful as the song. Right. And I would about like ruining things with a bad experience so um so no I think that like there are too many songs that like have too much meaning to me that I'm not gonna like try and fuck it up with something that might not work so historically in dating life I've just been like listen to whatever um I know that we wanted to talk about embarrassing situations so this is where I will will tell you mine so Anthony used to be that gentleman that would like like make a copy of any movie do you know what I mean and like put it on a CD this is before we had like you know so much capacity just to have it on our computer if we wanted it or we could just get it whenever we wanted it do you know what I mean so he would just like always be copying movies to DVD like whenever there was a spare moment he would be copying movies so one day we're in our apartment and we're having sexy times and <laughs> every time the the thing was the thing was done like copying a movie it would make a little noise right and then the cd would pop out and then you'd put another one in ostensibly right so we're we're doing this and the cd is is making its copy and right when he is uh finishing it, the little thing goes Da-da, and it was like congratulations and i just started laughing i felt very bad <laughs> um but it was hilarious <laughs> that's Ta-da. I'm like yeah man even the computer is proud of you man. <laughs> <laughs> i was like good job yay honey Ta-da. so that's that's a funny story um so that's probably been like my most consistent soundtrack of my of my early relationship with Anthony was the CD device making movies. Um, I would say maybe an embarrassing moment for me was actually fairly recently uh, when I went on a first date uh, with somebody and we went to the movies and in the movies, I was wearing a jumpsuit, so he really couldn't touch me the way he wanted to, but he was kind of an assertive man, which I like. And so he took it upon himself to kind of start rubbing on me anyway and trying to get a feel of my body without actually touching my body physically. I mean, or, or, excuse me, not he's physically touching my body, but he can't feel my naked body. He's touching me through the clothes. And he's trying to figure out mm-hmm. if I shave and if I have a fat pussy and all this other shit. And he's feeling this all out through my clothes and he can tell that, I, I, that I'm natural down there as he's feeling through the outside of my pants. Uh, mind you, I don't have that big of a bush, but you know, I, you know, I, I got coarser hair. I'm a black woman, so I have coarser, you know, pubic hair. So who can tell all that? And um, you know, I'm feeling fine the whole movie. I'm not feeling weird at all. Whatever. We get back to the car. We decide that we're gonna we're gonna just you know see what see what it do in in his car. So we go to the back seat. And, uh, you know, I get naked and we, first of all, he pulls out the largest dick I have ever seen. <laughs> and he gets to the point where he starts rolling the condom down and then he has to take both his hands on each side and stick his fingers under the condom to widen the condom and pull it all the way down. 
Um, and that condom almost was a little too short for his dick. And that was a magnum. So, uh, you know, I was kind of glad we were in a car because if we had more space, I might have lost my uh, Life. my cervix that <laughs> night. Um, but anyway, so we, we start getting it in. And, uh, you know, I go to stimulate my clitoris and pull my hand back and realize that there is blood on my fingers. Uh, although oh. there was no pain in the penetration. And so I realized that I think I had just started my period. Um, and mind you, this is a first date. This nigga is like 6'5", <laughs> and I have never met him before. I don't know his personality. I don't know his anger. I don't know nothing. And he's wearing a white t-shirt, and we're in the back seat of his car, which has leather seats. And uh, mm. he had already penetrated me for a good few minutes at this point. Um, and I told him, uh, I am so sorry. Because mind <laughs> you, we're, we're fucking in his car in a parking garage that's kind of lit, but it's dark. So it's not like bright fluorescent lighting. It's low lighting. And I, he was like, what? And I was like, I think I started my period. I am laying under this 6'5 nigga that could easily punch me in the fucking <laughs> face or leave me for dead in a parking garage. He looks down and he sees all this staining on his white tee that he left on while he was fucking me. And he was like, oh, damn, right? And I'm like, I'm really sorry. And he's like, you didn't know you were on your period? And I was like, honestly, no, or else I wouldn't fucking be here. Um, and then he was like, I mean, we're already fucking like, I'm, it's not that big of a deal, but like, damn, he's like, man, I thought I like popped your cherry or some shit like that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a grown ass woman, dog. You ain't popped no cherry that ain't been popped for the last 75 years of my goddamn life. But regardless, I don't know this man. I fucked up his leather seats in the back and fucked up his white t-shirt. And, um, that is our first and last interaction. Um, <laughs> not because he didn't call me that same night or call me for a few days later. It ended on for different reasons, but I'm lucky that he did not take his anger, uh, or take any anger and, and take it out on me because ladies, I always urge you to be safe on first dates. Let people know where you're going to be at. Let people know, you know, you know, like put your, put your, I will text my friends and I'll put my uh, location on and say, Hey, this is where I'm meeting somebody for the first time. You know, this is what, because that shit could have went left. Yeah. But, or, or that he had a sensitive stomach yeah. and just fucking barfed all yeah, over your ass. On my, <laughs> over me. I mean, it could have, it could have went all the way left. Um, but it didn't, but I was very embarrassed. I apologized profusely. And I was like, he's never going to call me again. And he made sure that I was okay before I left. Because he was like, I'm going to call you in like five minutes. Like, don't worry. But yeah. So, you know, we get into a question that Jackie has here. And it says, would you still hit if the lady is on her womanly cycle? And 83% of you were down ass niggas. Y'all said yes. Good for you. Hey. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. A period don't stop nothing but a sentence, my nigga. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks for the for the uh, for the seventeen of you. Y'all need to stop being childish and grow the fuck up. <laughs> Put a motherfucking towel down or wear a condom that night. Whatever. Do it in the shower, you know. Yeah. Fuck. For some reason, when water's running, the period isn't. I don't know what the <laughs> science is behind it, but it works. So that's, that's, okay, so since we're sharing embarrassing stories, I don't know, well, this is kind of just a fucking weird, awkward, embarrassing story. 
So I was kind of seeing this guy and Miss Black Velvet was there for our first interaction. Um, but anyways, he was kind of a, a very aggressive guy who likes to, you know, uh, get what he wants when he wants it. And I don't like, I'm like very in control kind of person. I like to to have control of situations. I like to be, you know, the aggressor in a lot of things, except when it comes down to like sex and shit like that. That's where I step back. I like to be dominated. That's where, that's the only time that you will have the control. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, like, don't play me. Um, but so I like that shit. That's the only time where I like to be put in my place. Um, and he was kind of like that. So, but I told him, I was like, I'm not real like slutty. I'm not like that. I got, I don't give it up that easy. So you're going to have to go a little bit slow with me. And it was like, maybe like the fifth time that I had seen him and I had gone over to his house and, um, every time he tried to fuck me every single fucking time. And I'd be like, no, it's not happening this time. But like I said, he was persuasive. So this time, like he, he got me down to like my panties only. Right. And, uh, he was doing the damn thing. And then he like whips it out, whips out his dick. And he's like, come on, just touch it. Just touch it. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to like, <laughs> this is not going to go down this and that. Right. And then he finally like gives up. And then he like gets up and he puts his hands like, you know, like to towards his fucking dick. And he's like, <gasps> you hurt me. You physically hurt me. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to go now. Right. So um, he starts like putting on his clothes. He's like mad. Right. And I'm trying to find my clothes and I'm trying to put my clothes on and like, I'm about to get my bra and he like yanks it out of my hand. Like, and he's like, let me help you. Like hella pissed, but like still trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, he's like, he's like opening my bra so I can put my hands through, but he's like all angry while doing it. And he's like, can I tell you something? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you have really nice tits. And I said, yeah and I was like oh oh thank you and then he goes that wasn't a compliment <laughs> so I, I was like what the fuck in my head I was like what the fuck and like I just ever since that day I've been confused and, and my theory is now that because he couldn't fuck me physically he did it mentally because to this day I have no idea what the, that was a compliment motherfucker I don't care what you say that was a compliment that's so funny to this day. <laughs> he was real. He was big mad. He was big mad about her lack of wanting to be intimate with him. But you can't give me a compliment and then take it back, motherfucker. What was what said is said. What's done is done. And and uh, like Miss Velvet here, that was the last time that that I saw that man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, because don't be having a little bitty bitch boy tantrum. Yeah, it was, I was just like, uh, okay, that's whatever. Um, so we asked another another question about toys in the bedroom. 86% of the people said that they're about it, which is good for them. It's always it's always good to to incorporate some things that, that make you feel better, that, you know, uh, liven up, give you different experiences. So I've only experienced... Uh, a normal vibrator. I just recently, um, you know, purchased a dildo that's like an eight inch black dick. Um, 
And I don't really care to penetrate myself. Like I never finger myself and I don't really care to penetrate myself. I'm all about clitoral stimulation. So my vibrator always gets way more use than my dildo. Um, Sometimes if I'm, you know, trying to excite my partner, I will, you know, pretend to suck the dildo and get all slobbery and things, you know, if we're, if we're video chatting or whatever to get them all excited. I've also tried a clit, uh, a clit, like a clit sucker. It's like one of those little vibrators that have like a rubber circle with a, like an opening that you're supposed to firmly place on your clit. And then it kind of, uh, massages it and like pulls it and sucks on it kind of deal. And that's a, that's a fun one. That one is a little bit more, uh, you gotta be a little bit more direct with that one. So just a vibrating head on my clit is enough for me. Yeah. I think, uh, like Miss Velvet here, I think I'm more of the clitoris stimulation than the actual penetration. So anything that that goes around that area is gonna make me a happy lady. Hmm. Do you still uh, masturbate? Uh, Occasionally. Um, the the last time I tried to use a vibrator, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was bored. Damn. Damn. How you gonna keep anybody else up for your fucking if you can't even? Oh my god! I was like, this this is just not working. So, um, but um, <laughs> this bitch. You know what? Wait, say that again. She said the intensity wasn't right. No, obviously, because I was just like, okay, this isn't working. So you know, it's 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 funny because when Anthony and I first met, we were both like large people, and now we're less large. But um, you know, there was kind of like a logistical challenge of like, how are we going to do this? You know? And so I was trying to be like a liberated woman and like, you know, liberated about trying different things. So I, I took him to good vibrations and I was like, okay, so let's see, you know, what our options are in terms of logistics, you know, and that made him feel real uncomfortable, I think. So, um, so, uh, Jesus Christ, Esme is just open the door and I'm like having this conversation. So I had to shut the door. So, um, so that was intimidating to him. So we, I kind of backed off on like bringing accessories to the, to the experience. But, um, lately he has for his own fulfillment, tried a couple of things and I've been like, Oh, how did that work for you? And he's like, not so much. So we are currently, I am currently in the process of trying to get myself to a point where I'm going to enjoy the, the sexual experience a little bit more. Um, now that, you know, new location, new life, new, new experiences. So I actually went to my doctor yesterday on my birthday and, uh, she was asking me about my sexual activities. And I was like, well, currently there's nothing. Cause I'm currently taking meds that like make me just not even care. So, um, we are going to explore getting off of those meds to see if that doesn't bring some of that back. Cause I think that it's important in, a marriage to have a, you know, a, a, a good sexual time. So we're working on that. But the point is, is that up until now, nothing has really worked because the chemistry of my brain is not letting me get there. Okay. okay. So, and I applaud yeah. you for, you know, doing the right things and getting the right steps in so that you can, you know, have that fulfillment in your life. Because I think that that's going to, you know, it's a big part of it that you, that you should Experience. you yeah. and your partner so right yeah um so 
that's what we got to say about that. Uh, speaking of, we were just talking about Miss Velvet's over here experience on her date and a little bit of a hairy bush. We did ask you guys if that was a turnoff, and 65% of you um, said no, and 35% of you are, uh, I think I can quote and say, bitch niggas. <laughs> 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 uh I think that especially when it comes to women like let them have whatever the fuck it is that they want down there you know what I'm saying a real down ass nigga is going to fuck you regardless um right so that being said um I personally don't have a bush down there but that's me personally I just kind of like to keep her nice and tidy down there um me on the opposite end of having a guy I don't really care that much uh, as long as it's not like fucking coming out your pants like Harry. Um, I, I can appreciate when they when he tidies it up a little bit. You know, I can appreciate that. But it's not a necessity in, in my life uh, for my man uh, in that. Do, do you wax or do you shave or do you wax? I, I typically just shave, which is in the ass, mm-hmm. too, because sometimes like you thinking that you'd be shaving and it's nice and smooth. But if it's just been like a day or two and you're trying to maintain that shit, then it's just gonna, you're just going to be a bloody ass mess down there. It's real. It's not it's not cute. Ladies, you can definitely attest to this shit. It's like you got to like shave and then it has to be a few days till you could do it again. Or if you want to keep doing it, it's, it's just it's not cute. But, you know, you do what you got to do. It's I it's complicated because there used to be this um, this shaver that I could get at my local Walgreens that was like a trimmer. Do you know what I mean? So you could make everything uniform, and it was great. And it was and it it came with like your regular leg shaver. It was just like an accessory that you could add to it for your area, and that was great. I cannot find that product anymore. It's bullshit. It's bullshit because I don't want to get the the electric clippers out. That reminds me too much of work. I'm not about putting that there and figuring that logistics out. So I I, I believe it was a Gillette product. Please bring that back because that was nice. I didn't have to like go to any extra trouble. I was already having the, the shaver for my legs. And then I just put this little thing on and it was a nice trimming situation. Because otherwise I'll get carried away. And I, then all of a sudden, I, I feel like I have a little baby baby girl vagina, and I don't know if that's appealing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so, so that's where I chime in. That's where I kind of feel like I don't want to judge people for, for liking a woman with, with a waxed or shaved vagina, but it does kind of make me feel like a 13-year-old girl. And it doesn't right. feel like I'm having mutual adult grown sex because you don't feel like you can perform your job if there's natural hair that my body naturally produces to protect me from bacteria uh, bacterial infections and, and what have you um and uh you know as it really does help to keep your vagina cleaner to have hair down there um and as long as you're keeping up with your just your your maintenance your hygiene maintenance everything's all good um i Personally, I found that most of the dudes I deal with, again, all being black, tend not to care about the hair. Um, I also feel like I, I've been dealing more a lot lately with like pro-black kind of people that want you to just be natural everywhere. Um, armpits, mm-hmm. hair, and your you know pussy is fine. Your legs can be a little hairy, like whatever. And and so I mean I'm all good for that, but I, you know I 
I did go through a phase where I was waxing like every few weeks. And um, now I'm at a point where I just kind of feel like depending on how much I like you, I will try to accommodate your preference. Um, if I don't care that much about you, then I won't. Um, I'm in a situation now where I'm seeing someone who has no, doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with me having hair down there but doesn't feel like he can perform oral sex on me while I have hair down there because of a texture thing or like a, just a, you know, I don't know. There's something about like the hair is, it just turns them off. Right. But he'll Hmm. happily fuck me and please me and not make me feel shitty about my hair, but I like oral sex. So then I come to a, a thing where like, well, I like this guy a lot and I also love head. So since I don't care that much about the hair, um, I can go either way. So I'll shave for the person I'm seeing if I like them. If I don't, then I'm not doing all that because it really is a project. Like I got to like plan for that shower. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And, and like my whole thing is, is like politically, I don't want to have to accommodate you because you just have to let me be me. Do you know what I mean? Like if I were dating and somebody was like, I mean, I, and I did date a a gentleman who was like, I'm enjoying spending time with you, but I don't think that we're going to fully get there because of your weight. Well then fuck you. Do you know what I mean? So if like hair is going to be a deal breaker, conceptually, I have a hard time saying, well, I'll do that for you. Do you know what I mean? Like Like, you have to, you, you have to let me express my body the way that it was built and if that's not good enough for you then then fuck that so i applaud you black velvet for saying i if i like you i'll do it and and that's good because but yeah don't be a like you can't tell me how to run my body it is the way it is for a reason i think like i said mine is a preference i i just do it because that's how i feel sexy and that's what i want to do um and I think that you ladies doing whatever you want to do is fine. And people should just, you know, either accept that and love it for it or, you know, keep it moving. It's not for you. It's not for you. And that's okay, too. You know what I'm saying? We also got a question. It says, if given the chance to join the Mile High Club, would you do it? So would y'all fuck in a, in a plane, in a in a bathroom? Uh, plane bathrooms are too small for my big ass. <laughs> So that's probably no. Um, public fucking in general, I'm curious about. I haven't actually done it yet. I'd be open to doing it. JSR. So, so a car is 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 still private then. Uh, yeah, I have fucked in a car for sure. Um, but it, there hasn't been a crowd. Okay. Uh, I I think that's as exhibitionist as I could go. I don't. I'm not gonna. I. I'm actually a pretty spontaneous person in that sense. I like to kind of pull my man aside and like random places and do it. Um, Like I've done it in a cave when we were at the beach at a bonfire. I'm like, hey, come hither really quick. And we escaped real quick and went and fucked in a cave. Um, I've done it in a lake with people around. Um, Just like really uh, low key because I was kind of straddling him Mm -hmm. in the water and you couldn't really tell. But I've done that. Uh, I've done it like when we were hiking, just the two of us and I didn't see like nobody was around. So I just pulled his dick out. I've done that. Um, I've not done it in a plane. Like Miss Velvet said, those stalls are pretty small, even for my little ass. 
to to have another person in there and I would do it. Like, don't get me wrong, I would do it, but I don't know. It'd have to be there have to be like I'm always in a full plane and I don't wanna fuck up like people's like doo-doo time and like <laughs> like it's a flight nobody likes to be on a fucking plane and the flights are usually like i'm not usually going to la it's like fucking far away and like it's, it's tiring to travel and there's a lot of stimulations but the bottom line is i would do it yes um but hmm. i wouldn't go out of my way to do it like i don't want to plan to do it if it happens it happens but i'm not going to be like okay here's the game plan you do this you gotta meet me by the toilet at this hour none of that shit that's too much yeah, I wouldn't in an airplane plane because, I mean, let's say I was going to do that. Let's say that was a physically possible for me. I don't think it would be. It would have to be like right after takeoff before anybody's done take a shit in there because it that's not sanitary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever. It'd have to be, you know, I don't know. Um, but thank you for the question. We have, we asked um, about some booty play, you know, for the men and ladies. Um, And what we got was the fellas say that 69% of them like the booty play. And the ladies said 56% of them like the booty play. Now, that's interesting to me because I feel like the numbers are a little like, I would not figure that men like the booty play as much as this poll says that they do. I have been verbally threatened Hmm. for even mentioning putting anything near a man's ass. Uh, although I am open to doing that. I have never pegged a man, but I have licked quite a few assholes in my day. She's eaten the booty like the groceries. (laughs) I have eaten the groceries before because for me, that gives me a sense of power because as soon as they relax their legs and pull their own legs back to expose their asshole for you, then then there's nothing that they can ever say to you again in life. (laughs) Uh, that would make you feel intimidated or fucking offended because you always gonna have the juice. But that's not why you do it. You don't do it for the juice. <laughs> but I'm just saying, ladies, you will always have that on them as soon as they try to act up and get crazy. Let's not forget the day you pulled your legs back so I could get deeper in that booty hole. <laughs> don't you ever come to me on no bullshit again, sir. <laughs> um... I have never eaten any ass like groceries. Uh, I don't think that I would only because like if my man said he wanted me to do it, like lick his booty hole and do things with his booty hole. um, The answer straight up would just be no, only because I know what that man's booty hole looks like. And it is not a well taken care of booty hole, which is like, I need it to be waxed. I need you to be douched. I need it to be like, like shit come out. Like, yeah, I want you to douche your fucking asshole shit comes out of there. Like, I'm not trying to eat your shit. Like you are brave. And I commend you. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but there has to be, you know, some you know, stipulations and like, I'm gonna have like that whole, uh, checkbox list that Miss Velvet has for her requirements <laughs> for her turn ons and, and attractiveness for the booty hole. Eating. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I don't know. Uh, I, I would do it, but it would have to be like a fucking sparkling asshole. Speaking of brevity and uh, embarrassing stories and ass eating, I'll just quickly tell the story of this one truck driver dude I was dating uh, when I was a lot younger and I was still living at home. He came over once when my mom wasn't there. He was much older than me. 
Um, and he liked to bend over in front of the mirror I had in my room to watch me be on my knees and have my face buried in his ass. Um, one day hmm. he asked me to lay on my bed so that he could get on top and squat on my face. And he basically did this booty dip thing <laughs> where he was like, you know, when you like bend and snap or you don't bend and snap, you, you like squat real quick so your booty and you pop back up. So he did that on my face and his ass spread so fucking wide that I literally got a poop flake on my oh. tongue. and i almost died and i have never ever 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 let a nigga squat on my face again (laughs) now i've eaten ass since then um but i think his ass was just too wide there was too much asshole you know when you get to control the ass looking you can control how deep your tongue goes or how far you go I'm more of a rim job kind of person and not necessarily a penetrator. But that was a situation that I couldn't avoid. And it certainly changed my idea of the type of way I will eat ass. So did it come out of his ass? He wasn't actively shitting, but yes, it was probably like a residual, (laughs) like corn or whatever. (laughs) Oh my God. I would die. As soon as I felt something stuck to my tongue, I, I pulled it off and I was like, you need to get so big ass off. It got, it got right. stuck in between her teeth. She's like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. And that just, That's what I'm to cleanliness, I don't want that bacteria yeah, in my mouth. I don't know, man. Shit is, is a whole different ballpark for me. And I'm, I'm very, I guess I'm very sensitive when it comes to that. Like, that's my worst fear on earth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Now, taking a dick in the ass is a different thing. I I would do that. That's fine. And I've done that before. And I know uh, we also got... Um, was that the same thing with the booty? Yeah, yeah. That was the booty yeah, that pull that we just did as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of ladies are against it. I know that much. Uh, like I said, your girl's down for a lot of things for whatever. As long as, you know, you do it at my pace and let me kind of ease into it. I'm usually down for whatever. Um, and I've done that. And I don't really get off with it. Like, it doesn't necessarily hurt me. Uh, at first, you really got to, like, that's like a mental preparedness thing. Like, you got to be ready for that dick to go up there. You can't just accept it into your life like Jesus. Like, you need to... <laughs> It needs to gradually last for me. Yeah. It, it needs to gradually like, cause you're tense, you know, you're tense. And because you're tense, your booty hole gets tense. You got to really relax and you really got to be like, you got inner peace going. You got to like, <laughs> it's a whole thing at first, after you kind of get a sense of like how it's done and all that, and you get a little bit more used to it. But at first I would say fellas, uh, if you're going to go in a booty hole, make sure that you do it at the pace of the person that you are penetrating. Make sure that you ask them if this is this okay. Make sure that you use lube and all the all the things like that. Like it, it definitely does make the whole difference. And go slow at first. Don't just stick the whole dick in there and ruin somebody's life. <laughs> <laughs> now, if... If everyone has seen that episode of Flavor of Love when the bitch is just walking in the in the foyer and she just shits uncontrolled on the ground, 
her excuse was that she takes a lot of dick in the ass and basically she has lost sphincter control. I don't know if that is to be true, but that's not a risk I'm willing to take. So y'all be safe out there. <laughs> so you don't got no dicks in your ass? No, Black Velvet does not take no dicks in the ass. Okay. I'm sure as hell give you a dick in the ass. I would love to do that. I would love to just put on a strap on and fuck the shit out of my man. Is he going to be down for that? Fucking never. But like... Ooh, girl, if I had that slide opportunity, <laughs> that dick, woo, woo, this is how it feels. Yeah. I feel like I would be so, like, power. That's power. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I would love to feel that, but, but my but, man ain't down. But then how would you look at him after that? How especially would I look at if, him? If he, especially if he enjoyed it. How would the dynamic of that relationship be after that? How would it be? It would be the same, because that's our dynamic now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> baby i'm sorry i love you i didn't mean it i didn't mean it <laughs> Ooh, this bitch is a mess on wheels <laughs> well, okay um anyways jsr you got anything to add to to take i i was just thinking about like i don't have any desire to do that right and i'm i don't have any desire to have anything in my ass like i have enough I sound like the worst, but like I have enough issues with my own shit. Do you know what I mean? Like when I am not having a normal shit situation, I'm already miserable. So I don't want to upset the balance of that. But let's say I did want to. I think that my profession and the fact that I have to give enemas to things and I have to stick my finger in in the assholes of dogs and cats, that that's pretty much ruined it for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I could stick my finger in Anthony's asshole and not think about doing anal glands on a dog. He's trying to express his anals. <laughs> or, or I don't think that I could, like, put anything else in there and not think about, like, how good I am at getting cats to shit by giving yeah, them an enema. I just don't think. <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got? We got a few more questions. Um, we did ask the ladies if they would make the first move. Um, 93% of them said yes. And then the guys we asked if they like the ladies to make the first move and 91% of them said that they would. I just want to say that niggas ain't shit. (laughs) And that chivalry is dead. Um, I want to counter that because I got a nice man. Okay. I got, I'm a lucky bitch. I got a nice man. Don't be trying and to don't was, be trying to recount for the for the he's your bitch comment or whatever. Don't be trying to get, get out of what you just said. Although, like I said, I'm a pretty forward person. So, like, legitly, the first time that I met Brandon in real life, because we had been like talking over the phone and via the tech for like two weeks before we met, and when I met him, I already knew like I was about it, and I told him, I said, "Look." Mm-hmm. I like you. So if you want to do this, we're going to do this. If you want to talk to other people, that's fine. But I'm a grown ass woman. I ain't got time to waste. Like I'm looking for something real. And if you're not about it, we could be friends. But if you if you want this, like I'm ready, like straight up the first time we ever met. And he, that's how I knew that he could handle. Cause he was like, yeah, let's do it. So nice. I don't know if that's making the first move, but I'm always pretty direct in what I want. Um, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. I am an old fashioned woman that wants you to tell me that you want my fine ass 
and I want to be pursued. I don't want to have to chase your ass down to to let you know that I like you and then try to convince you that I'm worth that I'm worth it, that I'm worth the chase or whatever. <laughs> I want you to man up or woman up. You know, I get it's weird dynamic when it's two women because we might both be thinking the same damn thing. But no, I want you to, because as soon as you got me hooked, then you about to just be, you know, spoiled to death. And, you know, I, you know, I have this issue of putting, you know, my, you know, people in my relationship before me, which is not something I would recommend to people out there listening. You need to find a healthy balance, but you got to put in at least the initial effort to make it feel like I'm worth, you know, the pursuit. Um, so no, I'm not coming up to you talking about, so, you know, one plus one equals two. When do I get to see you, you know, on a, you know, some Dr. Seuss shit, I ain't doing it. (laughs) Now, let's not get it twisted. Just because I said that I like them and I want to like do this the right way. Don't mean that I don't want you to court me. That just means you have the, the, I have accepted the courtship. Now, in order for you to, to keep me, you're going to have to show me that you about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do like to be courted. I do like to be a woman in a sense where I like my man to make me feel like, you know, I'm special, that I'm the only one, especially when you're first going out with somebody, because that's when you're like hyped about them and you're excited. And like, I like to be taken on dates and shit like that. So when I did tell Brandon this, he was about it and he did show me like he made the effort to try and make me like still feel you know, like he wanted me and to show me that like, you know, I could be essentially, we could be in a relationship together because this is just like dating shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because I want to date you don't mean that maybe later on down the line, I want to be with you. You know, that's where courtship comes Mm -hmm. in where you got to show me that you could step up from dating to like be my man. So that's that. Yeah, I think that I have always been too insecure to like literally make the actual first move. Do you know what I mean? And I do think that there is something like Black Velvet was saying about like, you know, you have to show some interest, right? I'm not going to be all like, all right, here we are, let's do it kind of thing because I'm too insecure for that. But um, in a relationship, I am not opposed to, you know, setting the schedule as it were do you know what I mean I'm not just gonna like wait around for like you know him to be like let's do it if I want to do it then I'm gonna say I want to do it but do I do that no because I have but eventually I would like to get there and in the past okay now since we're kind of going on the tip of a relationship we did ask um can a relationship work after your partner has cheated now 58% of the people said no, and 42% of the people have cheated. (laughs) Uh, So 42% of the people said yes. Uh, How do you feel about that, Ms. Velvet? No, because I'm going to throw it in your face every motherfucking time. (laughs) Absolutely. Every motherfucking time. And I refuse to feel insecure in any relationship. Um, because the moment you start acting funny is the moment I'm going to be like, who's the bitch? So I just, I feel like I can't do it. I don't deserve to be cheated on because I will literally, other than not being able to deep throat, <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of other good shit that what's the, where, what's the reason? And, you know, ain't, you know, ain't no need to cheat when there's other options. 
but we'll, we'll get on that in just a moment. Uh, me, I, I, let's see, this is, this is difficult. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who would cheat on me. Number one, let's keep that real. If you do cheat on me, I feel like I would cut you off because I am that bitch. I don't, I think that if for whatever reason, um, the 42% of you people said yes, and that's fine, you know, everybody's different, everybody sees things different, especially when people are, like, married and shit, that also has, like, a contributing factor, because y'all already made that thing to be together forever, but then also y'all made your vows, and you said that you were supposed to be faithful, so what the fuck does that say, you know what I'm saying, but I'm going off topic, right. I'm just saying as a general, I think that if you are going to try to make it work, you can't be like Ms. Velvet over here, petty AF, and throw that shit because then that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're going to if you're going to make it work, then you need to exactly. get over it if that's what you're choosing to do. It's the, I mean, it's the same thing as like having a fight with your partner, right? Like if I am yelling and screaming at Anthony because he didn't fucking do the dishes, if that's going to be a deal breaker, then um, then it's then we're getting divorced about the dishes. But if we're not getting divorced about the dishes, then each individual dish incident has to be its own thing. I can't keep bringing up the last yeah, time. Yeah, it has to be a thing where you guys for real kind of have like a this is what happened. This is, I fucked up. The person I feel like needs to really go above and beyond to make that other person feel secure again. And I personally, like I said, I would cut it off because that's not like, that's not where I'm at. I don't have time to, to put my time and effort into somebody who clearly uh, thought that fucking somebody else was a better deal or whatever the excuses or was or whatever. But I think that if y'all do decide that you guys want it to be a thing that you really, really need to just kind of leave it where it is and move forward, because if y'all are going to keep bringing that shit up, then that's you ain't going to go nowhere. You're just going to agree. Um, having having said that, all of that, there was a time when Anthony was um, going to be taking a job in Nevada when we lived in California, and he was actually going to have to go live there like and come home every two weeks. And I told him that if he wanted to, because prostitution is legal there, if he wanted to, you know, go visit a uh, and have a transactional uh, situation with a woman, a sex worker, then that I would be okay with that as long as it was purely transactional. If he wanted to experience that, I wasn't going to say that that would be a deal breaker. Like I offered that to him um, and he did not take me up on it. And that's just as well. Um, he couldn't, I would not be okay if he just like did that tonight, you know, and like went out and, and, and purchased some services. Like we would have to talk about it, but I did, I, at that point in our relationship, I was okay with that. If he was going to do that, as long as it was purely transactional. That's the same because let me tell you, once you are my man, I, mm -mm, bitches cannot look at you, bitches cannot breathe near you. Like I am that bitch. I don't like it. I'm a very like, what's mine is mine when it comes to my man. Now I'm not crazy in the sense like my man can go anywhere and do anything and I'm good with it because I'm secure in our relationship and I trust him and all that good shit. So he just says, I'm doing this. I'm like, all right, bye. Have a good time. And like with me, he's the same mm -hmm. way. I'm like, I'm doing this or I'm going to travel this place with this person. And he's like, all right, just be safe. Just give me calls and things like that. So I'm very happy and I'm very fortunate to be in a relationship like that. But on the contrary, like if a bitch is going to try me, bitch, 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 
<laughs> That's not when you're going to win, bitch. Let me tell you right now. R.I.P. You know that, that peligrosa that we talked about in the last episode? Come out. Don't make me go back there. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I think this is where it touches on the next topic about the other options I was discussing. And uh, we did ask people about polyamory and how they felt about it. And um, 83% of y'all said no. And I'm just curious as to why, uh, why, you know, we weren't, I don't feel like we were meant to be monogamous. I don't feel like that is a normal thing. I feel like it's what we like because we like to have our person, but there's too many people in the world to, to be monogamous. Now, I feel like I would be okay with being in a polyamorous relationship to number one, hopefully prevent cheating and number two, being able to have my cake and eat it too. Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like I look at it as more of a um, kind of a tribe situation versus, oh, you know, we're just all fucking like, you know, I, I see the benefit and having, you know, love from two sides, um, special relationships for more than one person uh, financial benefits of everyone kind of contributing to a household, um, and just having, just feeling support from, you know, all around you. Now, is that something that an insecure person could, could manage? Probably not. And I don't know that I'm a hundred percent there where I feel like I could successfully manage it without any kinks or irritations, but I feel like it would be something I would be open to. I've been in a situation like that in the past. Um, the situation was not an ideal situation because it was a already established relationship and I was kind of joining into what they already had going. So I always kind of felt like a third wheel. If I was to do it, I'd probably try to do it differently. I would hope that maybe all of us could come together at the same time or be open-minded enough to know that there is no hierarchy of the relationship and that we're all equal. But I would be open to polyamory. Um, but I understand it's not for everyone because it's unconventional and people don't know what to do with unconventional situations. Uh, what do you think about it, Jackie? I, like I said, I'm too much of a jealous bitch to be sharing with anybody. <laughs> and that's just me. And I don't think that it's a, an insecurity on my part. I just think that that's not where I am as a person. Um, like I do understand that it's a thing, but in my head, it doesn't translate like that. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's just me personally. Like that's not where my head is. And, uh, I just, I'm, I'm a one kind of human kind of gal. Uh, also like it's hard enough to give myself to one motherfucker. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all expect me to give, give it up to more than one of you and put that time and effort. And like, that seems like too much fucking work. Like, it's already enough work with one person. You'll want me to do it with multiples and it be equal. I mean, trying to sad, uh-uh. Like, I'm selfish already. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all think that I'm going to spread myself thinner, good luck. It's not going to happen. That's just too much work for me. I'm tired. I'm old and I'm tired. What about you, Jen? Sorry, your husband would be into that. You and um, your husband. I don't, I mean, I don't think that, we actually were friends with a couple who ended up being poly and we, we didn't 
socialize them with them a lot, but we did a little. And, you know, it was, it was weird because when they, when the, the, the mom, the wife first brought it up to me, she was like, just so you know, this is the situation. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. That's not what we're into. And I made sure to say that that's not what we were into. So we weren't walking into a situation where that was going to be expected. I think like, from again from a political standpoint i think it makes a lot of sense i think not in a cult way but i think you know communal like forming a community and having the benefits of that sort of communal sort of life is great i mean if i could like build a commune and have all of you guys live on it with us and we just kind of all um, you know, contributed in, in that sort of way, that would be great. Um, I'm not saying that I want to have sex with you guys because I don't like ladies that way. But um, if that were like part of it and it wasn't weird and culty, I could totally see how that would be beneficial. And like, great, because sometimes you get bored of the person you're with and you want to go hang out with somebody else. And if you could do that without stigma and without it being a weird power thing, more power to you. Um, but I think that um, the people that, that I am around and the people that I associate with, it would be impossible um, because there's too much ego and there's too much like of a power situation with it. So what you were saying, Miss Velvet, about coming into a thing where everybody was on the same page at the start, that would be really cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and I hope that you would be able to find that kind of situation so you could see what that was like without it being a weird, you know, third wheel kind of thing, because I think that within the right headspace and with the right people that could work. Um, and I would be interested to see how that would work. Um, but I'm all about like, let's all live on a fucking commune and take care of each other and, and be there for each other. And, you know, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Well, sure. Cause it's everybody's sugar, that kind of thing. I would, I would absolutely yeah. do that. I, I, I um, admire people that could do that and go into it because it can't be easy. Like I said, it's already hard enough to be with one person and you're trying to spread that love, like to others equally and like your time and your love and your everything, like that seems to me exhausting and that's what you can do Mm -hmm. and what you want to do and you know what you want to spread your love like that then that's a beautiful thing i'm not saying anything's wrong with it i think that however you want to love somebody um as long as it's not you know damaging you or toxic or anything like that then fucking do it you know what i'm saying it's whatever you want to do to make yourself happy and make yourself you know sexually fulfilled and it's a healthy way to do it then do you and fuck everybody else but you know it's just individuals and what each person likes and is willing to do. So as long as everybody's on the same page, like why the fuck not? Yeah. I think a lot of times when people say, Oh, let's, you know, honey, let's, let's try a threesome. Let's bring somebody in like that kind of shit doesn't work because they haven't really thought about like the entire implications of that, you know, and people like have, you know, ended relationships because of that one night where they like brought, you know, the wife's best friend in and and it's turned into a whole thing. And I think you have to be of the mindset, like at the get to make that work. But, you know, I was just thinking about like, even, you know, when I, when, when my best friend was living at my house with, uh, with his child and my child and Anthony and everything like that. But then he was dating somebody who was also a friend, but I didn't know that they were dating. It got very complicated and there was no sex like in the entire house, but just emotionally, that was really exhausting because there wasn't honesty. 
So I think that if you were going to have it be like an actual like relationship, there would have yeah, to be Yeah, and just people, listeners, don't ever try to use polyamory to save your relationship because that's don't use oh, a baby God, no. to save your relationship. Don't use polyamory. I mean, there's a list, but those are two. <laughs> Listen, don't use a podcast to save your friendship. <laughs> All right. Um, and then we got our final question. Uh, I think we've answered everybody in all the polls. This is the final one. And it's about, uh, do you talk about your, you know, sexual endeavors or issues and experiences with your friends? 88% of ladies said yes. And 73% of the guys said yes. So, um, on that, like, I don't have a problem speaking on things like that. I'm a very open person. I'm a very honest person. Um, I don't, it's not like I have, I'm not ashamed of the things that I've done or to share it or anything like that. Um, however, uh, my man sometimes have, it has an issue with me, you know, expressing myself that way because he feels that things like that should be private. And he tells me like, well, I don't go around talking to my guys about like what I talk, like the experiences that I had or have like broadcasted on a fucking podcast or blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, like, I, I'm not ashamed. I'm not like intimidated or anything like that. I've always been a very outspoken person. Um, and he knows that from the get. So he still feels some type of way about it because of how open I am. And maybe I don't know what but like, I always am, you know, especially with the people that I'm close to, I like to share my experiences and I like to see what you know, what they weigh in. And like, you know, sometimes it's just for a good fucking laugh or like, advice and all that stuff and and I I enjoy it and vice versa I enjoy it with we can have a conversation as well and uh, they can share their experiences with me uh I'd like to say that I don't kiss and tell but I most definitely do <laughs> you give it your all when you fuck with me because somebody's gonna know about it the next day me uh, <laughs> You know, if I was embarrassed in the situation, then I probably won't kiss and tell shit because I look bad. Um, if you look bad, well, you know, oh well, you should have thought about that before you, you know, uh-huh. dove, dove into something you wasn't ready for. <laughs> but you know, of course, I feel like you know, everyone can sit up here and say they don't do shit, like in commun- they don't communicate about their sexual, you know, endeavors. But I think that you always at least told one person. You may not tell the world, you may not tell all your boys or all your girls, but you probably talk about at least everything you've done at least once with one person. So that's my take on it. I, I would I would agree with that. I think that like for me, like letting people know that I was not sexually active was like harder than talking about about like actual sexual experiences because I felt like kind of ashamed about that and like you know would people go like well what's wrong with her what's wrong with her marriage or what's going on do you know what I mean and I found that like once I had like a group of close friends that I could feel comfortable saying that that was really good for me do you know what I mean and it also allowed me to talk to Anthony more about it too because for a long time we just weren't doing anything and we weren't even talking about it and then um so so yeah so I think it's weird if you if you don't talk about it because it's a yeah, part of Yeah, I don't life. think that maybe you need to broadcast it like we do. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, I don't think that you should be ashamed of talking about things just because they are sexual or because they do hold some sort of stigma or anything like that. I think you should be open-minded and like 
hear what people got to say and their take on it and then, you know, maybe see things differently and or at least take something back from like their perspective and things like that. And that's that's what I'm all about. I like to kind of understand the way that other people think and feel and all that shit. So that's why I feel like I'm so open about things because, you know, I enjoy learning from people and listening to their experiences and maybe shoving it in their face later to make fun of them. But, <laughs> but it's all in good fun. And I don't think that it should be like, like I said, like some sort of stigma or like, oh, I can't believe she talks like that. Or, oh, I can't believe she said that or did that or anything like that. Like, I think if you're going to be closed minded about it, just shut the fuck up. Um, and if you're not, then, you know, here we are. Come holla at your girl. Well, this has yeah. been a wonderful experience. Thank you guys for inviting me on. Uh, it's been nice to feel like I could speak openly probably because I don't have a crowd in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It, huh? make, it makes it easier uh, to have less of a fear of public speaking, but I hope that we uh, enlightened you guys on some topics and information that maybe you were too afraid to ask about or talk about or explore. And certainly if you guys have any particular questions for me, you can reach out to JSR to Jackie they can get me the questions and I can send them the answers or I can join another podcast in the future. But we just some big Please. old breaks over here. <laughs> we just keep it 100. <laughs> so once again, thank you guys. If you have any other comments, whatever, you know, where we at, uh, just hit us up. Thank you so much for answering all that shit and for getting involved. We appreciate you. Uh, Absolutely. Um, thank you for, for rating us on iTunes, especially. That's really cool. Like we have five stars across the board, all seven of you. But, um, you know, if you want to leave a review, that's even better because then people come across it and they go, oh, it's, you know, they can actually see what you what you think about it. Because when people say, what's your podcast about? I'm like, I don't know. It's just we're just talking. Do you know what I mean? And there's so many podcasts out there that have a theme and have a thing and they're easy to describe. We don't have that. So if you can add a review to your to your yeah. iTunes rating, uh, you don't have to write an essay. Yeah, if you but could it would do our nice. job for us, we would greatly appreciate it. that's not what i'm trying to say you know but it's you know okay fine yeah do our job for us please and 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 you know spread the word and uh you know if you um andy i know that you said that you wanted some of our cards that i made that are so beautiful just you know dm your address to me or jackie and we will get you some and i'm working on another merch idea um that i mean it's free merch it's not like you have to pay for it but jackie needs to do her oh yeah, her yeah, yeah half of the thing all right uh, uh this yeah, one yeah, yeah, ran yeah. a little long uh but whatever uh, we hope you enjoyed it. hopefully you took a break yeah. you had a snack uh, thank you and uh we'll check you guys out later bye bye guys Ciao. bye
reach out and touch faith. 